If Murray had supported the show, I'd be less sick of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> America's first. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Sending out good vibes. throwing our young people away you know it's all about today and it's comfort you know i gotta have you know a four dollar uh, cup of starbucks it's like dude, dude you don't have to have that okay guys welcome back to the america show we are going to be chatting with mo facts a little bit later from the mo facts show uh fun little podcast over done with adam curry uh, good show. Um, kind of teaching Mo about conspiracies. I like it. Mo's got his own twist on conspiracies. We bring him down a couple more roads over here. I so, think Mo's teaching Adam. Show. Think so? Oh, yeah. Mo's got deep ones. It's awesome. Mo goes deep. It's a kind of a little bit less. There's a lot of clips. A little bit less deconstruction. A little bit more kind of just clips and opinion and stuff. And Mo no, there, there might be some, Mo, Mo probably does more deconstruction. Mo I clips. never listen to too many of them, but it's a great show. Great, great show. show. Yeah, fantastic. Well done. Well produced. Mo's a fun guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It was fun to chat with him too. We could have chatted for hours. I mean, I did, I had these little like points to talk about and I didn't even get to most of them. Yeah. And, uh, that's of course we got everybody's favorite podcast over here. Graham People Dunlop. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? <laughs> Not bad. How you doing? <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm getting a little fed up, actually. I'm Are feeling you? pretty out of, yeah. out of sorts. I haven't done a good job at staying in shape. Really? With the diet. Diet's off, fucking no exercise, nothing. Like, so I'm not blaming anything. It's just my own, like, but I'm not so feeling you, very good. So you went on puffy to the- Puffy and tired. You went on to the cleanse and everything, and it's just- Are you out it's of that stuff apart. now? Oh, yeah. I'm out. Well, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to take Maria's now. She, so did you yeah. run out, and then you felt like you were off? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. We gotta have Tim James back on or something. We gotta have him back on. Actually, I gotta, I've gotta connect with him and have a little coaching session with him. He's, I think, what I need is him to get me back on track. Not that I'm looking for any I'm in the anything middle of external, my... but I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start using Maria's, eating Maria's. I'm in the middle of mine right now. So. Yeah, how's it feeling? Good. I'm feeling good. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing yeah, the push-ups was... again. Doing oh, the sit-ups again. Yeah. I'm back on the working out. So yeah, I'm good. That's the opposite. We always seem to be opposite. You know, I'm feeling like tired and puffy and I'm feeling a little tired and puffy tonight. I've been smoking a bit of weed. It's Friday night. I, I had, uh, some gluten. I had a bunch of v- takeout with some Vietnamese. And so, yeah, I'm feel, I was, I could, I think I'll end up retiring early tonight. I can yeah. see that happening yeah. for the first time oh, in a yeah. while. Yeah. I feel like I was up late every night this week editing podcasts or audio books or something, yeah. hanging out Natasha's or, you know, just. Some some it seems like there's always a reason to stay out till 11:30. midnight. Oh, yeah, eleven thirty, twelve, and then five forty-five. Catches up with you Friday. Yeah, Friday. Friday, Friday, I'm Friday back, is man. a tough one. Saturday is a little bit easier. I got a busy weekend coming too. I got some geese to shoot. I got a deer spot to scout out, and I got a chicken coop to build. A deer spot to do what? Uh, well, next Saturday we're going 
You're going to scope a deer spot out? Yeah, we're going down. We know where, what area we're going in, so we want to go this weekend for a ride out there and pick a, exactly what field we're going to be on for first light. So cool. we'll go do that and then probably get some geese at the same time. I went and got my sausage-making machine and my meat grinder, so oh, not eager to go get some geese. <laughs> I've got... Uh, I actually just took my... Because I got a couple of geese last weekend. A couple? Yep. So I just took the last breast out because I'm going to make jerky out of it. So I got about a pound. I'm going to cut it up, make a pound of jerky. Probably will be a pound when it's all dried out. But So by Monday, I should have some goose jerky for you to try. Are you trying I, I don't think so. You I won't even know. try it? I don't think. You're crushing I just, I'm, the I'm shit I sick. see you eat I'm off of the gut truck and you won't eat I'm this feeling sick. goose just jerky. listening to you talk about your hunting <laughs> really? is making me want to puke. <laughs> <laughs> sausage making and... Oh. Well, how do you think? Do you think people just snap their fingers and sausage appears? Well, just. Or do you pink, think you just like they cut the cow? Pink Floyd's the open? wall. Pink Floyd's the wall starts flashing in my head. They cut the cow leg open and it's just all sausages yeah. all wrapped yeah. up yeah. and ready to go. <laughs> I don't sausage. need sausages that much yeah. for that reason because it's everything that's not in the steak is in the sausage, probably. You know. Well, I'm grinding it's up the rest my own of the meat. cow, you know, or the rest of the pig or whatever. It seems like to me they put everything else in the sausage. Well, you know, because usually the sausages come from a sausage maker. So he's going out and buying cuts of meat and grinding. No, he's it. not. They're fucking putting junk in. They're putting all the rest of the. I mean, I not, well, no, not, not the like, not the good, farmer not sausage good, and not the farmer down the road doing the it or whatever. But the the packaged sausage that you buy is just full with fucking everything that they can't sell any other way except well, yeah, in a sausage. If you buy hidden the, in the like, sausage, Schneider's, and yeah, like, don't buy just, that shit. Well, though. I don't. But I have stuff. a hard There's time eating regular sausage. sausage even. Like, well, I can just make you some sausage. <sighs> I can give it to you as a ground with some ground beef. No, I don't even want, that's even worse. You don't eat ground beef? Yeah, I eat ground beef. So it'll just be like ground goose Ugh, with some pork gamey in there. Goose. No, gamey you've goose. thrown the pork. No, 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 I don't, no thanks. Just keep it for yourself for now. You don't if, even unless, want a piece of jerky. I'm unless we get, it. unless we if get If you don't try the like, jerky, I'm going to be deeply offended. <laughs> Uh, I got jerky, le like real jerky left over in the fridge. Real jerky. Yeah. That's real jerky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, let's get this, let's get this intro over. <laughs> Unless we go down in a full road warrior, I'm not really going to eat your meat. <laughs> you gotta be a, there's got to be a better way to say that. That's like a jingle waiting to happen. <laughs> anyway, how you been? Other than feeling puffy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get off of me for a sec. Let's get into the listener stuff. Okay, what do you got? What kind of jingle? Well, kind of I don't know. I mean, I got a, I got a, a message from Instagram that's kind of interesting. Ooh, so that would be like a, a social media thing, but I don't want to get into the whole, like, let's, uh, we want to just no, make a do, quick intro because we're doing, do a social we're putting all these thing. extra things out and. We could do a social media all thing. All right, let's do it quickly then. You know, let's. Goddamn! And then I got a quote, and then I got a, a good operation project for you. Got to switch it up a little bit and get away from the project biological and all that kind of stuff. Isn't it uh, project operation? Yeah. Can we just pick one and stick with it? I don't want to switch them up. What do you mean? No, I like switching them up. That's the point. I know you're a switch hitter. Will you eat the eggs that my chickens lay? Probably. Fucking forget it. <laughs> it comes with a little piece of jerky. <laughs> Sausage and eggs. There you go. 
So this is from uh, Nick. This is a, just a direct message on Instagram, a so people can message. get yeah, people can comment on our on our Instagram stuff mm. and uh, or send direct messages, whatever. Yeah. Hey guys, Nick from Abbotsford, BC. So I seen an article from some news source from Kelowna saying that John Horgan was going to focus on installation of internet, making sure that there was internet in every corner of BC during this time of need. Saying that more people are ordering online and he wants to make sure they get their orders. None of that made sense to me, so I went to Horgan's IG account. Under his newest post, the one before his Tooth Fairy announcement, I made the following comment. So you're shutting down BC so that you can install 5G. Not one person in the entire province has complained about not being able to get internet access or not being able to get their deliveries. Funny how every country is rushing to install 5G while you're stuck in our houses, while we're stuck in our house, and SpaceX just happens to be launching 46,000 satellites worldwide to give everyone internet. And articles that show that negative effects of 5G are being censored. My comments were taken down after 15 minutes. Not sure if it's because my account is being monitored because of my comments on Bill Gates' page that have been taken down or because Horgan or someone in his staff took it down. Thanks, buddy. I like that little comment. Problem with the censorship. That makes you wonder. Can't even talk about it. Can't even debate it. Just like vaccines and global warming. That's, yeah. <laughs> well, vaccines. It's getting, bad. it's getting bad. The vaccines you seem to be able to push back on quite a bit now. The amount yeah. of vaccine pushback I'm seeing these days is just unbelievable to me. Yeah. There's people admitting that vaccines can cause problems on national television. People that like five years ago were saying that's out of the realm of possibility. And it just seems like, I mean, I, I went on that little poll today that was on the, uh, you got me calling things little now. It worked. Uh, I went on this poll. It's Kelowna in the Kelowna paper and with their website. And it was like, if they come out with a vaccine, will you take it? And it was like, yes, 10%. Like, oh, oh, oh. It was like, it was a few thousand votes. Oh, I saw the comments on that. It was like 1,700 people, yes. And yeah. like, fucking. Um, 10,000, no. No, it was like 17,000, no, or wow. 16,000, no, or 14,000, no, or something like that. And uh, they had to shut off the comments. <laughs> and then. See, this is what's happening. I mean, it's crazy. And then let me pull up, since we're in the social media section, I'll go to our Facebook page. Can I summarize the, what I saw of it? Yeah. From you that? Can, so, no, the, I, I'm not going to go to the comments. I'm just going to see where we're at right now. It's at, uh, yeah, 15,000 yes, or 15,000 no and 1,800 yes. And we have the editor's note. We have now closed the comment section on this story. All further comments will be deleted. Our polls are never scientific, though we do try to learn something about how our local audience fits into a larger picture on the subject like this. Unfortunately, it appears this poll has been overwhelmed by anti-vaxxers far and wide, and there's no way to weed out folks from outside Kamloops and Okanagan. So take the results for what they're worth. <laughs> so they have to blame everything on anti-vaxxers instead of like realizing that people are actually waking up to the dangers of it? 24,000 right? likes. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I mean, that's... Like, that's the typical thing, right? Just labeling all, all everybody, all the anti-vaxxers are stormed, in stormed onto this page. I remember getting caught up in those fucking arguments, like, four years ago, even. Five yeah. years ago, people, yeah. like, 
It would be the complete opposite. Yeah. And anyone that said anything bad about vaccines would just be getting steamrolled in the yeah. fucking comments. Yeah. It'd be it'd be bad. And the whereas the I think they've they've got all the comments deleted now. Yeah. So did you read some of the comments? Oh no, no, I wasn't. Here we go. Nope. No. Not unless they do a double blind testing on it. I am not interested in some rush vaccine. really is astounding that so many people do not want the vaccine. I understand if it's for medical reason, but otherwise, what are they basing it on? It takes years of testing for vaccines, not months. Oh, that's it. That's the only comments that are left. They deleted all the rest. <laughs> or three comments. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. So there was thousands of comments at one time. That's but, but as I was reading his comments there in the Instagram from Nick... In Abbotsford, I was thinking, I wonder if they are putting out more 5G. Like, everybody's kind of stuck at home. Work's not going on. Like, what if they are just switching on the, I the took 5G a picture all them. over? I took a picture of them putting up a cell people? tower on Glenmore. Yeah? Uh, 5G? I don't know. But they could have been fixing the old. I don't know enough about what 5G no, looks no. like to a regular tower. I'm just noticing cell phone towers now. But they're, I'm you not, know, they're censoring that. You know, you can't even on YouTube, you can't even talk about how vitamin C might help Corona. Yeah, they're clapping down hard on all that shit. You have to follow the who. I you mean, think it's a lawsuit. The who's, been, the who's been back and, back and forth on what they think. How can this be happening? How I feel like be? we're living in a dystopian nightmare. Well, yeah. It's, everything's backwards. You're sent, you can't talk about anything that really works. Oops. I didn't mean to hit that. And you can't disparage anything that doesn't work. Kind of fits. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So we got, let's go to the Facebook page. Our buddy Lee over in the UK posse in the fully fucking fascist UK uh, was posting out... Oh, no, did we already go through his post? Did we do this already? I feel like I'm getting deja vu. Ugh. About, uh... I can't find it. Because... Did we already do the thing where he had posted and asked people if they, uh... where they were sitting on COVID these days? Mm-hmm. We did do that, eh? Yeah. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. All right, let's go over to uh, the Facebook page. Then we got on episode 416, Bruce Fenton. I don't know how Good America doesn't have more subscribers. I love the live streams. Thanks, Jacob. On Subscribers on what? What's he talking about? YouTube. I think we got like 9,000 or something. Oh, jeez. 415, Greg Carlwood from Crow's Nest. Really disappointed with Greg Carl's wishy-washy objection to the forced vaccinations. They want your mind, body, and soul. I didn't feel like Greg was wishy-washy. I thought he was pretty against it. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, I think didn't he say it would? I think I think what he was saying was he might end up doing it depending on how bad it was. Like if uh, if he couldn't go out and work or do so, he, it was something. He might have said something like, "Well, I'll do it if I have to." Was it you telling me you'll get shot for it? Yeah, I don't yeah. believe you. I don't believe that for a second. I'm I might stand, get, I might, I might I'm just say, fuck, no, they're not going to shoot me. Look, we're, we've got it pretty good here in Canada. We're yeah. kind of realizing that 
I mean, things I might, feel pretty pretty free here. It's I'll I, die that's on why a I feel hills, like, but I'm not going to get shot or not. You know, I'm not going to let him shoot. I might give up certain things. Yeah, but that might be the time to just stand up and say no. I'm not going to let this happen. <laughs> They're not going to shoot you. But maybe, maybe they put you in jail I mean, or something. I mean, Nikki the dude got sent home from work yesterday for refusing to wear a mask. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nikki. Really? Yeah, you said he was putting his putting skin in the game. Wow. Good for him. I'm getting my skin in the game next weekend. Going to pick up my hens. I told these neighbors already. So if you got any problems, come over. I don't like cops. Even though the cops have been here. <sighs> <clears throat> I think it'd be fine. It's all I'm saying is we're, we've got it. We do have it pretty good here in Canada so far. It seems like people down in the States are losing their freedoms a little quicker and they're the ones that are supposed to be freer. And, uh, I mean, I'm not saying it ain't going to happen here and we've got other issues. We've got lots of other issues. There seems to be a lot more money flying around at the, at our level. I mean, not that we're getting any of it, but, um, you know, like most of the people I know that are in the vulnerable sector are getting cash, you know, single moms and stuff like that. I've got cash coming in. People have lost their job, got money coming in. It's not ideal, but there's money coming in monthly for most people now. Not everyone, but a lot of people. Whereas yeah. in the U.S., you know, all they've been able to figure out so far is this one-time payment, really, I think, and a couple billion dollars for corporations. and yeah. Yeah, and we can still go out, and we're seeing more and more people out now, and they're not, they're not really clamping down on social distancing. I mean, I hear people talking about fines, and I heard there was some, some people that, at the but, park today, yeah, playing soccer. Fucking bastards! I was gonna fucking rat on them, but I decided but not to. It is surprising, man. I don't want to belabor all this because we got other stuff to talk about. But it yeah. does seem like people aren't adjusting. Governments, not people, aren't adjusting to the data. And the scientific studies that are happening, I feel like this whole thing, they jumped the gun. Be interesting because when Not we recorded with Mode, we, we when we recorded with Mo it was a couple weeks ago. It's interesting to see what like if Can't we heard listen back and see. Even no, I don't think so. That's Let's different. jump the shark. I don't know. I don't want to get into that. I don't know. It's not the same as jump the gun. Though. Hey Siri, what does jump the shark mean? Just a sec. As a verb, it oh my god. Oneself off a surface and into the air by using the muscles in one's legs and feet. Do you oh, want no. to hear the next one? Yes. Well, that's just jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what a train wreck. I don't know what jump the shark means. I know. It's, it's. But I feel like it's when you blow your wad. I feel like they jump the shark. And, uh, maybe that's fine, but I'm, that, that's not the context. They've made a mistake. Okay. Then it's probably both. They, they jumped the gun and the shark. They jumped the gun cause they went, they, they used all these fucking shitty models that were wrong. And they've they locked clamped everything down. down. They've locked everyone down problems. and their stats aren't, you know, the data is different. It's showing. They just what, refuse to admit and, that and, they've and, got yeah. a problem. <clears throat> yeah. And I mean, a lot of them, I think are just following the U S media. I mean, I think well, that's a lot of the problem is yeah. our media follows their media. <laughs> And their media could totally just be, you know, it's co-opted completely. Who knows what it's up to? Who knows what? I mean, it would seem like it could be out to just fucking train wreck Trump. But even without that, who knows what it's up to? It's not telling you things that are in your best interest. We know well, that. He can't have rallies, right? He's probably not going to be able to have rallies. I mean, how much was that a part of his campaign? He was having huge rallies. 
It could almost be, and I, I don't want to get too conspiratorial, but it almost feels like it could be to just stop his fucking rallies. So some people might not just, you know, they just Biden ain't having any rallies. They don't want to admit that they fucked everything up. Did you hear Biden talking to Al Gore last last Sunday or one of these weekends on some town hall? Oh, it was painful. No. So painful. I don't pay attention to any of this shit. Yeah. I, just, I was just on no agenda. No, no agenda. I do like. I, the, I do. No love agenda the is memes. is where you get your your fix for the deconstruction of the media. What's going on in sort of like the latest cultural? The Biden memes are great. Yeah, great. Yeah, they took down Trump's Obama Obama ad. Did they? Yeah, that's okay. It did the damage it needed to do. It's uh, it's so funny. I just couldn't stop laughing at that one. Used to rub my leg, <laughs> rub down the wet hairs on my leg, and hop up on my lap. Okay, I got a great quote for you. You do? Yeah. Uh, but I'm not ready. You gotta like, offer. Oh, fuck's sake. You don't know. You should get Adam Curry to teach you how to use a jingle board. We should get Adam Curry. We should teach you how to use a jingle board, so I don't have to do it anymore. And you still want to do a project operation, right? I do, yeah. Or is it an operation project? I don't understand why it makes me download it every time. It's the profit of the week. Darren, can you guess it? You might guess this. Of course I will. It's what am I, like, three out of ten? Yeah, you're about 30% probably. Yeah. That's pretty You're cool. higher than the people that will va- vaccinate ah. to the corona. You think I'm over 10%? Yeah. I'm not sure about that. I was thinking more like four. Okay, this is, this is a good one. This is from uh, Charlie Robinson's book, uh, The Opti- Octopus of Global Control. We just had Charlie back on the show. It'll be coming out in a couple weeks. Yep. Fantastic chat. The conscious and intelligent manipulation of the organized habits and opinions of the masses is an important element in democratic society. Those who manipulate this unseen mechanism of society constitute an invisible government, which is the true ruling power of our country. We are governed, our minds are molded, our tastes formed, our ideas suggested largely by men who we have never heard of. This is the logical result of the way by which our democratic society is organized. Vast numbers of human beings must cooperate in this manner if they are to live together as a smoothly functioning society. In almost every act of our daily lives, whether in the sphere of politics or business, in our social conduct or ethical thinking, we are dominated by the relatively small number of persons who understand the mental processes and social patterns of the masses. It is they who pull the wires which control the public mind. Henry Kissinger. <laughs> you can't just keep guessing Henry Kissinger. Well, it's going to be close. him eventually. Bernays. Was it Bernays? Fuck! Edward Bernays, propaganda. He was the other guy I would have went to. <laughs> He's my other go-to. Like this, like the three or four. But if people are questioning whether there's an agenda here. I had a 25% chance. <laughs> you know, whether there's an agenda here. Like, read this book. It's full of quotes, hundreds of quotes from 500 people that are ruling the world. Or commenting on it. Motherfuckers. You should read that book. Buy Charlie's book. We should do Charlie's book on audio. Yeah, we should. Big one. 
You should email. Should I email? I usually just I usually chat with them on Twitter. There you go. I'll tweet them. So I got an interesting the project operation of too. The week. This is always weird when you when I uh, got a note here on on project operations. Yeah, I like project operation jingle. Project operation. <laughs> I love the face it makes. It. I love the look it makes your face make. Next time I'm gonna have the camera ready. So it's Operation Morning Light. Not Operation Morning Wood. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that's an operation. Look for it. Search Operation. It's from the CIA. From the CIA. Search up. Op- don't raise your eyebrows at me. <laughs> search Operation Morning Wood and see what comes up. So I tried to search this, and it's uh, it goes to Wikipedia, but it doesn't give me a link. But it comes to Cosmos 954, which is the core reason for Operation Morning Light. But for some reason, it talks about it in Wikipedia, but it doesn't, you know how it gives you that link to go to the other Wikipedia page? They don't have a page about it. But it's about Cosmos 954, which is a reconnaissance satellite launched by the Soviet Union in 77. A malfunction prevented safe separation of its onboard nuclear reactor when the satellite reentered the Earth's atmosphere the following year. It scattered radioactive debris over northern Canada, some of it landing in the Great Slave Lake next to Fort Resolution. Well, that's like not far from here. This prompted an extensive cleanup operation known as Operation Morning Light. So then I went to the Canadian Encyclopedia for a definition of Operation Morning Light. So it's weird how it's in the Canadian Encyclopedia, but not Wikipedia. So that was given to the name of the first phase of the search of the nuclear-powered satellite that accidentally re-entered the Earth's atmosphere Uh, over northern Canada. Nuclear-powered? Yeah, it was nuclear. Nuclear. I'm just trying to... Cosmos 954 had behaved abnormally almost since being launched 18th of September 1977. And it experienced increasing friction as it plunged deeper into the atmosphere on its last orbit. NORAD had predicted the time of re-entry and its Hawaiian telescope tracking station noted the satellite's dull red glow as it passed towards the Queen Charlotte Islands. Haida Gwaii. Minutes later, and people in Yellowknife had noticed a bright whitish object streaking across the sky. Debris was sent to Edmonton and then to White Shell Nuclear Research Establishment in Pinawa, Manitoba for analysis and final storage. And at the peak of this search, approximately 220 people were located at Edmonton and Yellowknife, which was the base of operations for helicopters used in the search. The first charred object was found and near the mouth of this river, north of Fort Reliance. And uh, let's see here, the burned up at upper levels of the atmosphere. <clears throat> so it was quite, uh, it ended on April 20th. Or 20. So couple... <laughs> <laughs> the search area covered a square kilometers of 124,000 square kilometers and 4,500 hours of flying time had been logged. Huh. Interesting. Wood Buffalo National Park. Well, I wonder if I could hunt buffalo. Oh, the total cost uh, from the Canadian departments and agencies, $12 million. In 1970 money? Yeah. What's that, like $80 billion today? Yeah. 80, it's going to be 88. It's going to be 30, 40 million for sure. Huh. 
And then I have, and then I can go to the Black Vault, which has CIA documents. So I'm going to link that in the show notes. The Black Vault's a great website, great podcast as well. Lots of FOA documents in there. Oh yeah. There's the Department of Air Force documents on it. Department of Air Force Historical Research Agency documents on it, and the CIA's documents on it. There you have it. So yeah, I wish I would have uh, maybe got into what they found. Maybe I'll research that for another time. Oh, you don't know what they found? No, like if they learned anything from this nuclear... Nuclear. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Graham's had enough of Darren for Friday night. Uh, Support the show. America.ca slash support. Uh, We could use some support around here. Helps. Uh, grease the wheels of production. We need one more insert cable, and then I think we're all cabled up, actually. Good. Knock on wood. Yep. Uh, Mike actually held up pretty good this intro. Yeah, it's good. Yep. We're thinking about getting a new mic. We might get Graham a new mic. See if we can sultry him up a little bit. I don't know if that's possible to get him sounding any sexier, but we'll try. So, GrahamMicroAmerica.com. If you want to email a sexy ass, America.ca slash support. If you're getting some value from the show, I think this is like number 417 podcasts. Plus you got the black budgets you can dig into. There's probably 500 fucking podcasts there. Like a thousand hours, free content, all for free. So maybe that's added some value to your life and maybe it hasn't. If it hasn't, that's fine. Maybe just listen to kill time. That's okay too. But if you're not listening just to kill time and it's getting a little value from it, head over to America.ca slash support today Send a little value back our way because we really need it. We are getting hit by this Corona crunch from people losing their jobs all over Canada, all over the U S all over the UK. Nobody's working and subscriptions are dropping off. So we need you to help, um, help limit the churn for America.ca slash support. For those of you that did have to cancel your subscriptions, no hard feelings at all. We love you. The fact that you did support when you could is above and beyond the call of duty. So we love you for it, and we know you'll be back when you're back on your feet, and we wish you the best of luck getting there. If there's anything we can do to help you, shoot us an email. Uh, other than that, I think that's about it. You got anything else? Yeah, I got one little, got one last little thing about one, this uh, Operation Morning Wood Light. Little Grand Dreadlock. <laughs> <laughs> it says there was uh, this Soviet radioactive space trash ended up scattered all over northwestern Canada. And there was an international scandal broke out and the payment to Canada of $3 million as compensation for its expenses in conducting Operation Morning Light to collect the fragments and decontaminate the area can be added to the USSR's cost for the arms race and for maintaining greedy, progressive regimes throughout the world. Hmm. <laughs> this is the CIA document talking about that. Nice. <laughs> I wonder if we could go find any bits of that still. I know, probably. It's, they had the, how, how do you decontaminate thousands of square kilometers of radioactive debris? Chemtrails. <laughs> All right, guys. There's been a bunch of these incidents. It's crazy. They've been falling. Radioactive stuff season. falling. It's just about hail season. They'll be spraying like a motherfucker. Didn't James say he could... Uh, Get us in a plane. Little, the little cedar, James. Cedar, yeah. <laughs> Actually, he was... I seen my phone was going off like crazy the other day. He must have listened to the last show. Yeah. Anyway, I wouldn't mind going skeet shooting out at his place. Uh, but didn't he say he could get us in the plane to go spray? Yep. Why don't we go spraying? 
Yeah, I don't know. We get some great picks. True. Let's play some silver iodide behind the plane and take some pictures. Totally. I mean, it's happening anyway. We're just we're just being journalists. Yep. We're not spraying. We're taking selfies with sil- with chemtrail machines. That's it. We'll be shells for life. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We hope you enjoy this fantastic chat with me. We hope you learn some MoFacts in this chat with MoFacts. Mo, I don't know what to say about you, buddy. I don't know a lot about you, except you got the awesome podcast, Mo Facts. So welcome to Grey America, and thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Yep, Mo Facts with Adam Curry. Uh, and to be honest with you, when we started out, we didn't know what to expect, and we still don't know what to expect every episode. It just, um, I load up a bunch of clips, and we don't talk about it. We, most of the time, Adam doesn't know. 90% of the time, Adam doesn't know what we're going to talk about. So I just load up a bunch of clips and we play them and then we discuss what happens. And, and usually it takes us on a wild ride until the end. Yeah, man. It's a great show. It really is. The more I listen to it, the more I like it, like I just said. <clears throat> and uh, yep. yeah, very interesting. The last one was fantastic with uh, you're talking about the nocebo and the placebo and the power of positive thinking. And it's right up where Ali, uh, our Ali Darren's been talking a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, for like a year now, anyway. Yeah, right? like where uh, Trump's uh, mentor came from, and all that. Uh, we've been we've been reading some of those books, and yeah, it's yeah, Norman fantastic. Vincent Peale. Yeah, that's um, the funny thing about um, the nocebo effect. I didn't even know what that term was until I started investigating it. Uh, I just said I was having a uh, DM chat with a good friend of mine, one of my best friends, and. I was like, what's going on is the opposite of the placebo effect. And I didn't know what the term was, so I Googled opposite of placebo <laughs> effect. And there it is. It's like nocebo effect. But from the background, and just if people want to go check the show out, this, and me, I was raised um, a believer in the Bible, you know, and power of uh, the power, we believe in the power of the tongue, right? So it's like you always got to watch what's come out of your uh, mouth. Because you, what you, whatever you speak, you speak into existence. But that is not a a, a thought that's exclusive to th- that faith. Um, the more you study, you find about the secret. You find about, um, like you said, the power of positive thinking by uh, Norman Vincent Peale. I mean, it's it's just a, it's pretty much a normal, uh, universal uh, concept. So I was like, if you have a twenty-four by seven news cycle mm-hmm. with everybody pumping negativity. What is the effect of that? 
uh, there is no optimism or very little optimism with this uh, whole uh, COVID-19 coronavirus situation. So that took me, that's kind of how the show starts. I mean, how a topic starts. It, I'll just get an itch, where I call it, and then I'll just start looking and uh, find one video and then the suggestions, great YouTube uh, algorithm <laughs> points me to another video and then another video and I'll hear a term in one of those videos and then I'll Google that term and then it just goes from there. And and, and kind of what you what you hear on my show is my journey of me going down a rabbit hole. I, I don't go, I don't go into the rabbit hole with a set on um, determined outcome. So that's what you hear. And, but I, I have a background of being, uh, uh, quote unquote black. <laughs> so from that background it's like, what is, uh, how does this affect me in my perspective? So I'm only speaking from my perspective. And that's what makes the show work because me and Adam come from two totally different perspectives, whether you talk about racially, uh, uh, generationally, age-wise, uh, just uh, traveling. He's traveled the world. I haven't, I've traveled, but I haven't uh, traveled as much as him. You know, uh, I lived in North Carolina, like, really all of my life until I moved to Virginia. So it's just we're at two total ends of the spectrum. And what you find, what you hear on the show is us meeting once a week. We don't talk outside the show. That's the weird thing. <laughs> we don't chat on the phone. Uh, we hardly ever DM. But I like I said, I'll bring my clips. He doesn't know, and that's what we spin the wheel. That's a, that's like how we start the show off. We spin it because he doesn't know. I, even the uh, the label of the first um, clip is called this show title, and he fires it up, and then I get his uh, honest. A real reaction and then we go from there yeah so yeah yeah it's good i mean i love the the way you're talking about the media putting a spell on us i mean we've talked about that a lot here it's just this is what i feel like is happening the fear porn from the media it's it's mm -hmm. casting a spell and we need and you're i love how you're talking about you know being a positive influence and and uh watching what you say and trying to to curtail that a little bit and as I said in the show, uh, last uh, week's episode, doctors and the media hold the same reverence as witch doctors in uh, undeveloped countries. Yeah, you know um, that's why magic works in undeveloped. Not I hate the word undeveloped, but I don't want to use third world either. But uh, traditional, I'll say tra traditional uh, countries, uh, uh, the witch doctors hold a certain level of reverence and that belief in them is what gives them their power. Well, if you, when you come to our, our side of the globe in Western culture, doctors and media hold that kind of power, whatever a doctor tells you, because it's ritualistic. They have the white coat, they have the stethoscope that is to put you in a state of belief in them. You know, if a doctor walks in with overalls and a straw hat on, he's still a doctor, but you wouldn't believe in his, his skill set. Uh, so, it gets you in the mindset of ready to believe. And the same thing with uh, the mainstream media. That's why they spend so much money on their, um, their setups on their, um, on their sound stages and huge TV screens and, uh, just the, the, the perfect tailored suits and perfect haircuts, because that gets you in the mindset to accept the ritual that's going to happen. The programming. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we so. had this guy on talking about the cancer industry and, and the, the data and the stats he was talking to us about 
those about the people that find out they have cancer or they find out that they're gonna they're gonna die soon from it or they're getting this uh, the the treatments. I mean, the the chance is better for you not to even know and not to get the treatments. Like you're you're put <laughs> under that under that fear spell that you've got you're gonna die in a couple months and you got to do chemo and all this stuff and then it's just gonna destroy you. I mean, it's it's very interesting. And and one of the clips I played in the last show actually discussed that. And I didn't know that. I mean, like I said, I learned a lot when I'm doing uh, my research that chemo patients actually start to get sick before they even receive chemo. We're talking about up to weeks ahead. So we really have to study these things and say, what is going on there? I mean, they haven't received any chemicals yet, but they are getting physically sick. So that there's a power there and there's something going on. And I think that Knowing who the, the the elites are, and I hate using the I word, the Illuminati, because I mean that's so watered down or trivialized. But the elite, they they understand uh, the power of the word. Yep, that's why they spend so much money in investing in uh, television and newspapers. I mean, you notice every billionaire has a pretty much a a voice box, whether it's Bales with a uh, Washington Post or you know, whoever. So, cause they understand that they have to put the people under my control. Um, so that, and, and I just want to make one thing clear. I don't think the elite want to wipe us off the face of the earth. They have a God complex, so they want to be worshiped. So what they do is, I mean, if you, any, any other, um, study of gods across the world, the God would kill people certain amount of people to put fear strike fear in the rest of the people uh it's a control mechanism so this is what you're seeing now is it's not that they want to destroy us all because if they kill us all off then that makes them nobodies they, they want to be worshipped and to do that they have to keep us in a state of fear and panic you know and it's a it's a push and pull effect you think that's a natural evolution of having too much power and money that it just you know you you get that god complex or is it or do you already have that and then that leads to more power and money? I think for you to get to be a billionaire, you already had to have that God complex. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you accidentally become a billionaire. I mean, because just think about it. If Once you get to 100 million, 200 million, an average thinking person will be like, I'm going to enjoy the rest of my yeah, life. Exactly. You know, I'm going I'm to I'm gonna lay on the beach and have a Two cold million. drink. And, <laughs> right, exactly. Two mil- I mean, I mean, my friend was actually having, it's a term that, we have in, uh, in our community called hood rich. And what that is, is like just enough money to live a nice life, you know, to have the house and the car that you want and take the v- couple vacations that you want a year and buy your kids some of the things that they want. Um, but to get to that billionaire point, that's actually a, a, a that's, it's a form of hoarding. It's a, it's a form of cash hoarding. Uh, and they don't stop. It's like I need more and more and more money. And then they realize the power and influence that that money has, and it feeds that ego even more. And then they then you come up with a person like Bill Gates. Like, why is Bill Gates not enjoying his life? I mean, <laughs> you, you can't wrap your head around it. It's like, what, dude, what are you doing? It's because he wants to be worshipped and revered as our modern-day uh, God. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I and I feel like the hood rich— is just less and less attainable now. I mean, maybe back in the, I feel like in the fifties or sixties, there was a point when you could 
owned some of the things you wanted, like a house with a, a decent mortgage and you made enough to have some savings and everything, the cost of living sort of fit. There was a, there was a, maybe oh, a narrow window. Day? I thought Hood Rich was like, you have enough money in the bank that you could have no, all no, that no. stuff without working. No. Oh. Mo? Well, you can, you can have it working or not working, yeah, but right. it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the status of just I have enough to achieve the things I want out of life and I'm comfortable. Yeah. It's not that I'm a sociopath or a psychopath, you know, uh, <laughs> that I'm just going to be like, oh, 100 million is not enough for two. And one of the great, I, I, I'm going to take a little aside here. One of the great shows people should watch is Billions on Showtime. And it really shows you the mind state of billionaires. It's not about the money. <laughs> it's really not about the money. It's about imposing your will on things you want to control. Uh, that's that's why they technology thrills them. That's why science thrills them. That's why, uh, like I said, fear fear is a great motivator. <laughs> you know, they don't try to. It's like the carrot and the stick. They don't use the carrot. It's the stick. It's like, um, you know, stay in the house or don't do this or don't do that. It's constant. Uh, what I call trauma based, and you can fill in the blank entertainment, trauma based media, trauma based news. Uh, it's all about trauma, trauma, trauma because. That's how mind control works. You beat a person down to a point and then you're their salvation. <laughs> so then you start to worship that person like, oh, they, they, they got me out of this hard situation. And I think that's what we're going to have next is this uh, magical cure to this whole thing. And it's like, oh, yeah, OK, the problem's been solved. Well, look how great this person is, whoever uh, comes about with that magical uh fix to our so-called problem or even an institution like a government i mean i think right now i'm the, the, the thing i've been ranting about most for i mean the people that are closest to me are sick of fucking hearing it is that i i don't agree with people staying in their houses or the government i i think i it's not that i don't agree with people staying in their houses that's a bad way to phrase it it's that I don't agree with the government imposing its will like that and threatening with fines. And I, I mean, I seen a video a day a, today of a guy getting fucking arrested for surfing. And it's just like, uh, I just, I have a real hard problem with that. And then when you see the first thing is that a, a millions and millions and millions of people now have to go running to the government with their, with their handout. And it's just this, I don't know. It's kind of putting a lot of faith in that institution that that I don't think it's really earned it. Its track record doesn't justify trusting it. But here we are. Well, we again we give and them again their and power. again. <laughs> yeah, but we give them their power. Just like you said, you saw one guy arrested. But how many people will that strike fear in not to go outside the house by seeing that one arrest? You know, that it's, it's, um. There's a, a phenomenon in uh, slavery that they call butt breaking. And what they would do is take the biggest, strongest slave, bring him out in front of all the rest of the slaves, and basically emasculate him in front of everybody else. And if you do that to the strongest, everybody else is like, you know what? <laughs> I'm not okay. going to get out of line. So that's what you just witnessed with that surfer. So now they broadcast that around the world. In their, in their media apparatus and it's like where everybody's like I'm not going outside and they're, they're arresting people well 
they can't arrest everybody if we decide not to, if we all decide to go outside. That's just it. But now we like, need a hundred surfers. That's what should have happened after that is there should have been a hundred fucking dudes there that were like, all right, well, now let's go a hundred surfers tomorrow and see what happens. Or and, that's exactly what, and that's exactly what civil disobedience is, is when you outnumber the number, when you have a no, uh, more people than they can arrest. You know, uh, it's like, oh, what, you going to lock us all up? You don't have enough room to house all of us. You don't have enough paddy wagons. You don't have enough handcuffs. So then that's how, you know, um, you use your influence, your numbers. But people are so fearful of what they see that it's, oh, God, I don't, I don't want to be the one arrested. It's going gonna, it's gonna to ruin my record. I'm going to lose my job and, you know, I'll lose my pension and well, not pensions. Nobody has pensions anymore, but my 401k <laughs> and, um, you know, the, the, the college fund. And, you know, that that's the psychological tool. Right. So I, just to uh, deviate for a minute or, you know, pivot. That's why value for value. We could easily take the money and say, you know what, I'm going to walk the line that the advertisers want me to walk, you know, because it's a lot easier to get to that goal. But we're we're like nah. I'm gonna say what I want to say, and if people agree with me, they'll they'll join me. They'll support me. You know. So that's the. I think we're doing that now. I think the independent media, such as us, have a real job to do uh, in this whole situation. And one of them is, and what I try to do is keep things positive. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. No, I agree with you. We but. That's a tough one because I wonder what do we what is our responsibility during this? You know, I we we've got to tread carefully, it's not, not to spread misinformation to as well, and yeah. try and stay positive yeah. and and be honest and be honest and and promote. I think freedom without infringing on others. It's like I forget who I was talking to about it today. It's like because I, I just I don't agree with the social distancing thing. It fucking bugs me. But I, at the same time, I'm not going to go out and chase someone down the road. So I'll talk about how I don't agree with that. Well, are you are you moistly talking though? When I you, might be. I, I get a little moist sometimes, <laughs> especially if I'm drinking water. But so I'm not going to go chase Graham down the road. I saw a guy's spittle today. At I work. know you did. I'm sick of hearing about the spittle. <laughs> I'm not going to chase Graham down the road because Graham's scared of COVID and he wants to be six feet away from me. But I'm not scared by the way. Why can't I'm scared for other people? But I don't agree that Graham, Michael, and Mo can't walk down the street in a line chatting as consenting adults. But what if this wasn't COVID? What if this was a, like, like zombie type, you know, this is like really disastrous, like right out of the movies. Like going to so kill do you, you think, if you get it. Well, I don't know. Like the, then when, do, when, where do you draw the line between you really having to, or I guess, I, I think the question that comes down is, do you want freedom or not? What, what, what do we want? Yeah. What do we want? I come from the mindset that I want freedom, even if it's a little scary sometimes, and it means I might have to fend for myself once in a while, and it means that I might not be able to yell for help, when, and you might have to take things into your own hands from time to time, and I'm okay with that lifestyle. But Or, or do we not want that? Do we want where the government is taking care of us? Because I mean, now we've, we've put ourselves in a position where a large measurable percentage of um, Canada and the USA are now on the government teat. And that's, you know, that's not going to be an easy thing to get off of. Not only that, but there's going to be, there's going to be deaths, deaths of despair. There's going to be all kinds of problems from that as well. That people aren't even taking into consideration. 
But the human condition is we don't we love comfort more than we love freedom. That's the problem. <laughs> do we do think? It? I think we do. Yeah. Think, well, we, think, you get too comfortable to the point until you get super oppressed and then you know, one or two things happen. You either get so fucking oppressed that people freak the fuck out or um the opposite happens, I guess. You get so locked down that you're just you know, you can't, they know you're not going to rise up. So you're so down that you can't, nobody will get up. Cause like he said, you know, if you knock the biggest guy down, then nobody's going to rise up after that. Yeah. And, and it's just the timing of it where there was these, all these movements around the world too, right? Where France is rising up, like legit oh, rising lot, up. All, all over Europe. Fucking Hong, Hong Kong. Kong is legit rising up where there was another place. Wasn't it? Was it Austria? Uh, there was a few places in Europe. A few places yeah. in Europe where shit's about to but, topple over and all of a sudden go home, everyone, stay in your houses. And there's this thing where even the people that don't trust the government for fucking anything, when it comes to health, they're like, oh, wait. Then all of a sudden, all that distrust, they want, you can't trust them for this, 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 this. That's because they're afraid to be ridiculed. Or, well, that's part of it for yeah. sure. Yeah. Anyway. But you say everybody's rising up, right? Hong Kong's rising up. France is rising up. But Not once anymore. they rise up and say if they were successful, correct, will they implement another government? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what, that's what it boils down to. Because we want our roads to be smooth when we ride down them. We want our trash to be picked up once every seven days. We know we want our water to be nice and clean and fl- fluorated, you know. <laughs> When uh, we drink it, uh, so it's that's the human we love comfort, and we have a clip that we play on um, on uh, our show with Adam Curry. Um, is that it's called? It's from the movie Trick Baby, and that's what they do. They get they take our leaders and give them so much comfort that they will do anything not to lose those comforts. And that's how they, and then the leaders come out and control us. I mean, you look at Bernie Sanders, for instance. I don't want to get political here, but maybe we should. He's supposed to represent a certain group of people that has revolutionary or uh, way of thinking, right? Mm-hmm. But he loves his he loves his home and his vacation home and his two cars so much that he doesn't want to uh, rock the boat. It's like, nah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ruin my comfort. I mean, who who in this room right now would ruin their comfort to make a make a point? We all have our line, right? <laughs> yeah, well, it depends where that line is. I mean, I'm I'm still well, gonna wear my gas mask to the grocery store. People. True, I'm just saying, but they know where your line is. They oh, yeah. they oh, know yeah. all, they know, and it's kind of like situations like this. I call this the new 9/11 because 9/11 set a line. Totally, it's like is. okay, your your privacy. Yeah, we're gonna push you up to that line and see how far you push back. It's like, and what do we? We we don't want any more planes flying the building. So look through my phone, look through my emails. Uh, uh, no privacy. I'll give it all up because I want to be comfortable. Uh, now it's I'll stay in my house and I'll wear a mask out and I won't shake hands and have human contact uh, because of comfort uh, to preserve that comfort. So but what, what comfort is realize, left at that point when you don't have the job and you don't have the ability to go to the park or you don't have the ability to hang out with your friends? I mean, what comfort do you have left? Do you got four walls and some heat? 
Well, yeah, internet. Netflix and the internet. I mean, that's yeah, the, the internet. You know, Netflix. Yeah. The free yeah. internet. Can you imagine if Netflix went out right now? Holy fuck! Right. I mean, imagine, like you said, imagine if all our Wi-Fi went out. I mean, I experienced this last um last weekend that my Wi-Fi went out. Imagine if everybody's Wi-Fi went out. It would be people in the streets that be like, "Screw COVID. You gotta get. You gotta get this uh this uh Wi-Fi back up because I need my comfort and." I think what we're going now is until a virtual world. I think that's what we're seeing now is our comfort is not in the real world. It's in our virtual world that we can live uh, on social media and we could be, what is it? Home together. You know, (laughs) it's going to be the new normal where you won't have to leave work. I mean, leave home to go to work. It's just, this is just, I believe the test plan to see how accepting people are, are stand inside their uh their homes and living in a virtual world and they're using celebrities to push this agenda. Uh, so that's why I said this is going I I've heard this term over and over the new normal. It's, it's the new normal. It's like what is going to be uh acceptable now. It's going to be accept before if you didn't leave your house for a week you were a hermit or something was wrong with you. It's like oh that crazy guy across the street he doesn't come out of the house but once a week. Now it's going to be like uh well Amazon brings my groceries to me. Um, there was a movie called um, with uh, Sandra Bullock. I call think called The Net, and she was a weirdo in that movie because she did everything online. But now look, that's the standard mo of living now. Um, so I mean, we're just experiencing the new normal, and then when they roll out virtual reality or augmented reality, then you really you really won't have to leave the home the home anymore. You know, you could bring uh. Uh, those those experiences right inside your house. Yeah, but I mean, it's got to be a tough time to be single. <laughs> it's true. Well, I was actually have- talking to a guy today, and he's like, the people on because I had actually heard this um, from one of Natasha's friends had told her. So I was talking to one of the guys at work that I know. He's a big Tinder guy. And uh, he's like, yeah, he's like, it's just this weird thing. He's like, you get tons of matches and everyone wants to chat, but no one wants to meet up. And it's just turned into this big chat app. <laughs> so it's going to be a weird po- time to be single. I mean, you can't go, you can't meet up. You can't go to the bar. You can't go to the park for fuck's sakes. You can't even talk to people. Well, when they roll, okay. One of the movies I like to look at is uh, predictive programming or showing us our prophetic where we're headed in the future is Demolition Man. And you remember Touch in that movie was outlawed. Even sex. It was like, no, no, it's changing fluids. That's disgusting. <laughs> so so once they uh, uh, institute the technology where you don't have to have human touch anymore to get the sensations, where, I mean, if you look at some of the sex industry uh, technology they have, I mean, we're, we're headed that way. Yep. So it's like, hey, you hook up your thing, I hook up my thing, we don't have to leave the house. We can, We can experience each other um i know it sounds very far-fetched but bullock was still way smiling smiling way more after she got actually fucked though true true the only time you'll get somebody else's fluid is through a vaccine (laughs) (laughs) so would you take the vaccine mo Corona vaccine tomorrow. Because it's coming. I mean the global vac i feel like it's coming and it's free mo actually we'll give you a ten dollar uh, CV1 card if you take the corona vaccine. Are you taking it? It depends on the stipulations they put to it because I said I'm not immune to the 
uh, to the love of comfort. So they say, oh, you can't come back to work till you get the vaccine. What are you going to do? Podcast. Yeah, that's the question is how, how is that a hill you're willing to stand on, right? Maybe. To die on. Yeah, like, I, I, I might, I might actually just say, but yeah. That's you know, okay. I, mean, borders. I suppose that's yeah. going to be a tough one. Yeah. That no, might, I'm just saying. So this they, is the whole fun where I hope lying. being a savage is good. I've got my card. I'm a status Indian that says I can cross that border no matter what. I don't know if that includes medical tyranny or not. Yeah, I don't know. What are you looking but, at? But they they know you're lying, and it's going to be like, um, do you want to work? Do you want to be able to go to football games or hockey games? Oh, you don't have the vaccine? You're 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 a walking WMD. Yeah. You know, yeah. weapon of mass disease. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so you, you can't you can't come into this arena. You're a threat to everybody else. So. It's, they know your line. That's and where you need enough to... people. That's where you need the numbers to. To I mean, it's funny because we just talked to Dell Big Tree last night, and hopefully, I mean, we're in the process of maybe having some major pushback on, on some of the uh, the mandates anyway. Which ultimately, at the end of the day, that's all I give a fuck about is don't mandate anything. It can all be out there, it can all exist, and people should be able to do what they want. Get rid of the public shame. Get rid of the mandates. Get rid of all that. But, but imagine we gave up our privacy. Willingly. I still can't believe that. I mean, I still can't. So, so taking a needle that. prick is nothing. <laughs> taking a needle prick is nothing when we gave up our privacy. We can't even have a, I mean, we can't even have a phone conversation or exchange emails or anything like that. So a needle prick is nothing, especially when they, oh, it's going to be topical. That, and we said, like they'll they'll make it comfortable for you. It's like okay, yeah, just put this patch on, and it'll be the vaccine. You know, it'll, it's, it'll it's not a I don't think it'll be topical. If it's it'll a topical, or I got more time for pills or topicals than I do for something injected into a bloodstream that the body has spent millions of years evolving, fucking every way imaginable to keep things out of. Even your what, food never difference? enters your bloodstream. It goes through a tube and into your body, and then it has to go through a giant filtration system before it actually finally gets into your bloodstream. Gates bragged how he put it into bananas and how they would never know about it. Like, fine, you're not going to come to my place where I'm handing it out. You're going to stay hiding. See, in that case, I then still trust the human bananas. body to hopefully fight up back against that. It's evolved to keep that sort of shit. It's like eating dirt. You can eat dirt all day, and you're not going to get a bunch of aluminum in your blood. It's however nanites get in the best. That's the Those way it's going to come. Nanites. That's that's when all bets are off. When the nanites come out. But I do. If it's a pill or a topical, I feel like you know I've got this skin that can come up against greasy shit all day at work or whatever, dog shit, you name it. But whether it's biological, whether it's grease, engine oil, some sort of cleaner, I do that all the time. And then you wash your hands, and you know maybe some stuffs get it in there. You eat different stuff. You get food poisoning. I feel like that's a lot more natural than shooting something into the blood bloodstream. Well, well, let me ask you this question: When if it's the same effect, the pill or topical or the injection, you have the same result? What's what's the difference? Well, downsides. The downsides. What are the downsides? What are the consequences of each? No, I'm saying the same. The same exact result from taking. All same side methods. effects, same positive, same positive and negative results from those other applications. I don't, I, I don't think that's that would be the case. No, that's the point. That's I think that's Darren's point. Is he he doesn't agree that it would be the same 
Yeah. But what's in the food then? Yeah. It, I don't think it, it. To me, it's not because the, but that's the, the the major problem to me is directly into the bloodstream. Yeah. The body. What about the spray? The spray in your nose. I mean, that that's how they do most of the vaccines now. It's the little little mist. It's like shh. no, do no, they? no, no, do no. They? The vaccines yeah. are yeah, still the shots. The flu ones, are, yeah. Yeah, oh, the, the flu, flu is the fuck the flu shot because it's a respiratory <laughs> thing, so you would do it that way. The all all the fucking seventy two shots for the sixteen vaccines right now are all injected into the bloodstream. Yeah, true, true. I'm I'm being devil's advocate here. I'm just saying though, but they'll they'll find. I a way think where that would be a step in the right direction. Yeah. That would to be to me that That's would be just, a huge step in the right direction. Well, the parallel to that is, okay, we're not going to put cameras up in your neighborhood on the light poles. We'll just sell it to you as a ring doorbell. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy was so weirded out because I got the security system and I I opted out of the doorbell. And he was like, what? And I was like, no, I don't want the doorbell. Just give me the give me the motion sensors. So Darren Darren got got one of these the other day from our provider. They they try and give you the doorbell camera right over there. And I was like, no, no, no. And he's no. But he was surprised. Everybody takes the doorbell camera. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just what, like what, what Mo about said. Alexa? Yeah, yeah. What about no, Alexa? No, she's that. listening. We don't. We oh, don't come do on. Alexa. You had it when it first started. We had the Google thing because we were going to try and play with it for the show, but it ended right. up like three weeks. It had a freaked knife stabbed into it. Yeah, yeah it freaked us out, so we broke it. I was against I, I, it from I, the beginning. I guess what I'm saying is the elite know how to package things where they're you can psychologically trick yourself to be like, oh, it's not that bad. Oh, it's yeah. just a doorbell. It, oh, it's just a listening. It's just a uh, uh, Alexa. You know, she's she's one of the family. You know, Alexa play James Brown. You know, it's like so. Well, well Mo, Mo, we were talking about about whether this is all unraveling or not from the elite perspective. So, what about your local? You know, your friends, your neighborhood. Like, do you feel like the people are waking up to this? Is it? Is it? Is it? Are we? Because I we're of two minds. I mean, sometimes I feel like everybody's just buying right in. And sometimes I feel like when, but in my normal day-to-day conversations, most of people agree with a lot of the stuff we we're talking about. I can't, I keep flip-flopping back and forth. Do you think there's a chance? I think a lot of people, most of the people are sheep and they're going to follow along. Uh, if you look at fashion, let's just take fashion. For instance, 20 years ago, skinny jeans were seen as weird. Like, dude, what are you doing with those tight jeans on? But when you get enough people, <laughs> in certain positions to wear them, then it's like, oh, that's the new normal. So it's like now baggy jeans are like, dude, what are you doing with those big old baggy jeans on, you know? So, I mean, it's the majority of the people are only going to follow along with the trends. So if if social distancing is the new normal, that's that's what they're going to go with. I mean, we're, 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 we're rebels here. <laughs> you know, uh, even believing the news I mean, they can sit here and say, oh, yeah, this person's a terrible person. Uh, just take, like, go back to politics for a minute. They'll tell you how terrible a person is in the primaries, but then they'll do a mind trick to tell you how great they are and why they're voting for them when they're the, in the general election. <laughs> yep. I like Michael's explanation. We were talking yesterday about the sim being broken and, like, something's broken on the moon right now and they're trying to fix it, but it just, the, the sim can't handle generating too much reality right now and it's just easier if none of us have to go outside of the house. So it just tells us that everybody's stuck in their houses uh, yeah. so that way they can throttle the whole thing down. Yeah, they can <laughs> dial it all back. They're doing an emergency mission to the moon to try and fix the sim. That's why Trump signed the executive order for moon mining. Yep. 
That's my crazy that's a, that's explanation. A good, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, there's not as much rendering needed because everybody's in their home, right? Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to render so much at once. It doesn't have to start cross-rendering as much. <laughs> so let's just say we're all billionaires, right? Do you really want to end the planet? That's why, I mean, apocalypse and nuclear war and all those things, I don't think there will ever be a reality. Where are billionaires going to, you think billionaires are going to be stuck in some silo or some bunker for two or three years until the radiation cools off? Have you off? seen no, the size like, of those bunkers? No, they're, not, they're no, like just, they're, coast to coast. They're not going to did you? It. But did you hear Ellen talking about her complaining about living in her whatever square foot mansion? Dude, they're not going to do that. It's like, no, it's just, that is for the mind control of the regular people. It's like, woo, uh, nuclear war, woo, uh, no, um. Uh, uh, pandemic, you know, they use these things to control us, but they're not going to destroy this. Why? Why would they do that? They have everything on this planet. Why would they do that? And then they have their their uh, worshipers, us. They have everything. They don't want to destroy this. They just want to control us. That's all it is. Yeah, Yeah, it's all control. (laughs) They're probably all in like Yosemite right now with flying cars and shit. And because none of us are there, they're all there having a great time, you know, flying around, playing with these new toys. They're in Sedona, all sorts of cool places. Hanging out with Bigfoot. We're stuck inside. (laughs) But I think that's what they're going to do is just make us, force us into smaller and smaller areas so that they can have more and more of it to play with. That's what I think. So do you keep talking about this on the show, Mo, or are you guys going to try and... And, you know, veer away from normal topics. Like, what do you think people want to hear about? I mean, we, we're trying to do a little bit of a balance here, I think, right? We do a couple I, focused on this and then a couple that maybe are just about other normal topics that we talk about. Focused on really? what? Really? The COVID. Co- like, the, COVID. Well, this, this reality we're living in right now. COVID-911? Yeah. yeah. Really? I, really, I think I'm done with it because I don't want to be part of the problem. I want to be part of the solution. Yeah. yeah. So unless there's something breaking, you know, uh, that needs to be covered, I don't want to be because I mentioned it on the show last time. You can't watch television without being nudged. And it's like it's disgusting. And I'm somebody and I, I made a point of you can only watch streaming sites or streaming uh, services and premium channels to get away from it. Well, somebody uh, hit me on Twitter and said, they're even putting these commercials, uh, well, um, public service announcements on HBO now. So it's like, oh, yeah. you can't, you, you can't escape it. So why would I be part of the problem? So what I want to do is get people back to some sense of normalcy. Uh, so I think I'm done with it. Like I said, unless there's just some kind of uh, huge development that needs to be covered. I really didn't want to talk about it. Um, the second, I thought I was going to be just do one show, but when I found out about the nocebo effect, I was like, people need to hear about this uh, to help them with their mental health. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I, I, like I said, I try to, I, with race, with anything, I try to bring something positive to the table to diffuse the situations. I don't want to, uh, I mean, because you could easily do that. I see YouTube content creators, and they're making a mint right now. By just a every day, COVID, 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 COVID. And people have a thirst and a hunger to be scared. Like, look at one of the biggest genres of music, uh, uh, movies in America. It's horror movies. People want to be scared. So 
this is a real life horror movie and content creators are feeding that that hunger and i don't want to be a part of that problem yeah that's a good point i've heard you talk about nudging actually a couple on a couple of your shows so that's not good and i haven't and i haven't uh you know listen to that many so it must be a topic that you talk about a little bit and i remember the guy that's coming up in in uh the guy that wrote the conspiracy paper for harvard who works for obama Cass sunstein in the uh 2008 2009 he's talking about nudging all the time these guys is he the guy who wrote that conspiracy yeah. paper you read yeah. that and time? They, and, they, and it's, so it's interesting you're using that term nudging is there is there a deeper meaning for you on that, or is it well, just something they you had? A, they actually had a government, uh, governmental department for nudging. I forget the name of it. Uh, I mentioned it on my show. Seriously, under Obama, it was. Uh, if you can look it up, if you if somebody can Google it right now, it was actually a government depart uh, department of our government that was built to nudge people, oh, and it's like you just give them a little, a little push. And and people are taking it and run with it. Is that like uh, radicalizing, like the FBI getting people to six do weird cycle, shit yeah. and then arresting them right before they do it, or right yes. after? Yeah, because it's you it just you just give it's kind of like the movie Inception. They plant a thought into people's head. Uh, you don't realize it's uh, outside thought, and then you built off of that one. It's like a, a oyster when it makes a pearl, right? They put the little piece of sand in there. And then, you know, you formulate the pearl around the sand. Uh, that's exactly what a nudge is. It's like, I'll give you a little bit of information, a little nudge, and then you run with it on your own. And you think you came to that conclusion on your own. It's a very sinister <laughs> science. And it is a science. Uh, so I think, it's, I think it's very disgusting. And I, and I think that's what really shows their power, that they can use these little factoids and people regurgitate these factoids, right? Uh, if you ask anybody about 9-11, they'll give you the the um, the government story, the official story. It's like, dude, it's so much deeper than that. Yeah. And I, I never try to say I have the answers on anything. I ask yeah. people questions. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what about this? And what about this? And what about this? Uh, so we have to um, be, we have to really realize that and protect our minds from the nudge. And I ended the I ended the last show. The only thing you could combat uh, mind control is is with brain control. And if you, and that's a uh, it's a it's actually a joke from the movie uh, Dinner with Schmucks, uh, where having control over your brain, what you feed your brain, what state you're in when you watch media picking and choosing the movies you watch. Like I said, from the community I'm from, being a, a, a quote-unquote black man, I don't watch slave movies. I don't watch those kind of movies because I think there's some kind of uh, trauma-based entertainment. They're meant to nudge me into uh, a, a thought process they want me to be in. The victim victimhood type thing? Yeah, victimization mentality, exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's way more powerful than actual slavery. Yeah. <laughs> when you can I, control a person's mind. Yeah. You know, I try to avoid a very that powerful too. whole fucking thing these days. Like, I, I can get into the Netflix from time to time. I'm, I'm bad for that. I've got it for the kids. And then, you know, there's a couple shows I fall into. 
But for the most part, I'm doing a, I'm starting to get farther and farther away from all of it. No cable for a long time now. No movies. No, I like Jumanji. I do like Jumanji. But the kids' movies, and that's about it. I find, like, even, even those, I've got to start scaling it back. Because even, like, some of those kids' movies, you're starting to really notice it. And it's just, like, then you start looking at some of the older stuff, and it's just been fucking propaganda layered on top of propaganda for a long, long time. And I feel like... Step by step. In 2012, when they repealed Smith months and started really piling on, they made it legal to start running things like Voice in America inside the U.S. and basically legalized propaganda on the homeland... I think now, I mean, from our perspective, it's blatant propaganda. I mean, anyone who's listening to No Agenda and their breakdown of the media and, and, you know, just the fake news. I mean, love Trump or hate him or in between or it don't matter. I mean, the, the news is fake. It's been fake for a long fucking time since way before Trump. Probably, you know, yeah, for our entire worse. Yeah, lifetimes. Worse. Right. But it's getting worse and worse in the yeah. last 10 years. And it's just like, yeah. it's disgusting. So a friend of ours uh, found some links here on the nudging. He says it shows that multiple agencies are using nudging as a control technique. Even Obama was using the term. And he says, you could say that the first one began in 2009 when the U.S. government recruited Cass Sunstein. That's the paper that, that we read in the black budget to head the Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs. That's it that, right so there. That's the, the government agency yeah, right there. The OIRA to streamline regulations. And in 2010, the UK established the first Behavioral Insights Unit, BIT, on a trial basis under the Cabinet Office. And then other countries followed, including US, Australia, Canada, Netherlands, and Germany. Shortly after, countries such as India, Indonesia, Persia, or Peru, Singapore, and many others started exploring the application of behavioral insights to their policies and programs. And then, of course, oh, this is great. In, in, international institutions such as the World Bank, UN agencies, OECD, and the EU have also established behavioral insights units to support their programs. And just this month, the Sustainable Energy Authority of Ireland launch, launched its own behavioral economics unit. <laughs> so if That's they crazy. And then you got China together. doing social credit and shit like that. I mean, it's a, it's, you know, if you're not paying attention, we're driving straight into this fascist fucking dystopian novel, whatever you want to call it. I mean, so they're all working together. What hope do we have? I mean, we got the numbers. Go for it, Mel. <laughs> Be optimistic <laughs> for us, man. <laughs> we got the numbers. Well, well, they'll make it so comfortable that you won't even realize it. The average person, not us, but the average person, they're like, oh, no, what do you mean? Um, I have a lawn, even though it's 12 by 12, you know, it's like <laughs> most houses used to be on like acres of land. Now it's like, I have a 12 by 12 lawn and, uh, I live in a box, a 200 foot, uh, 200 square foot box. I'm, I'm allowed outside two hours a day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So it's, uh, Amazon brings me everything I need. Um, well, this is life is great. I don't have to go to work. I mean, that's the major thing now is. A lot of people are enjoying not going to work, but you know what? I work from home right now. The work day never ends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it never. <laughs> so you think it's a good thing to say, oh, I don't have to get up and get dressed and, you know, and I can just log in and, you know, do my work. But the work day never ends. Like before you leave at five o'clock and you don't have to worry about work and you had to divide between your work life and your home life. Well, now you're always on the clock 24 seven. Who wins there when, when you get that email or that text or 
at nine o'clock at night, hey, look into this, or did you get my email? Or now you're on the clock 24-7. So it's amazing that this this new they they're using this term, and I think it's a really mind-controlled term of the new normal. What does that mean? What is wrong with the old normal? The but old we've normal been is all before. right. Well, we've been here before. I mean, if we saw we saw this with we long for to have the lifestyle that our grandfathers had, where one person could work and have enough money to take care of like three or four kids' college funds and, you know, live that uh, comfortable life of going on vacation and have two cars and a nice suburban home. But the new normal was like, no, you, to make it, you're going to have to have two people working in the house. What did that do? What that did was like, okay, now we're institutionalize your children, <laughs> you know, Parents and children don't even have a comfortable, don't even have a a, a bond anymore. I, I I'm gonna take this somewhere else. I see people, and I and I understand. And when I say this, I don't, I'm not casting aspersions to anyone, but I see people that are miserable. They have children, and six weeks later, they take their children and put them in a kitty warehouse. You pick your child up at five, six o'clock in the afternoon. You take your home, feed it, you lay it down at eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. You're spending three hours with your, you know, your legacy, your lineage. You know, that's that was the new normal. <laughs> so now I mean it's it's amazing. That that will be totally absurd um 40, 50 years ago. What do you mean? You take uh, or even with our old people. I mean, if you look what's going on now. Used, grandma used to be in that spare bedroom, you know, and she used to come out and give her wisdom and grandpa would give their wisdom. And, you know, and, and it was, uh, it's this thing called the arc of life, right? I mean, cause like you start off as a baby, you probably pretty much end up as a baby, right? <laughs> you're crapping yourself when you're born and you pretty much crap yourself when you die on the arc of life. And on, on that arc, you have a, 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 um, a parallel, right? I mean, a, um, a old person and a, a a toddler are at the same point at the same time. And if you have that extended family, grandma had the time and the patience to deal with the small children. Yeah. You don't have that anymore. What yeah. do we do? We lock away our future and we lock away our wisdom into, into warehouses. Think about that. And now we're seeing, that's why you're seeing COVID run rampant in these rest homes because we are storing our old people away. And we were, we were storing our young people away. You know, it's all about today and it's comfort. You know, I got to have, you know, a $4 uh, cup of Starbucks. It's like, dude, you don't have to have that. Yeah. You know, uh, I know I went kind of far out there, but. No, really no, it's, yeah, we're, I think we're all on board with that. I mean, totally. it's, uh, yeah, it's totally, totally missing. I could share so many personal stories about everything that you just said. I'm sure everybody out there could too. You know? Yeah. That was all very yeah, great. I, yeah. I think I was the last generation that really lived that because I grew up on my grandfather's heels, right? You know, because my dad was at work. He worked late. My grandfather lived next door to us, right? So I got off the school bus, did my homework, and then me and him would go dig worms or, you know, doing something and scratching around in the garden. And he, he instilled in me so much wisdom that my dad hadn't even gained yet. You understand what I'm saying? That's why people are not... People are not complete people because they don't get fed by that 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 next generation. Uh, so, and I think that's why. And if you want to just take a, to economics and why uh, China and India and those countries are kicking our ass, it's because they have that. You know, 
they don't lock their old people away. You know, as soon as they come to America and they get established, they go and get their parents and, and they bring them here and they, their parents are at home with their kids. And, 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 you know, they have that here. They have that. We don't, we as Americans or Western culture, we don't have that anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah. You notice that here in a big time in Alberta with um, a lot of Arab cultures, they'll come here and they, they've got the biggest houses on the block, but there's three families living in there or four families living in there. And then they all hang out for a few years. And then it's like after five or eight, 10 years, the place is paid off. And they'll leave it to the youngest couple and or the whatever couple, and then they'll all go off and do it again and again and again. And it's just like this this support structure that that does. And it's even, I mean, I don't know if it was by design or not, but totally. I I think we've got this crazy transplant thing here. Like I I grew up and I couldn't wait to get the fuck out. And like, was that is that? And I don't know if that's an evolved thing, like the. A natural the, thing, the, in yeah, a way, the natural or? thing of wanting to get out, or if it was something that was just sort of instilled into me from watching the movies and everything, saying that you want to get out. But uh, you know, that's there's this huge thing here where a lot of people aren't even like my kids only get to see, and that's something I think about. My kids only get to see their grandma, you know, once a year, maybe or twice a year if they're lucky. Yeah, that that was the new normal. <laughs> yeah, you know, before you would have, like you said, not even different families. You would have two or three different generations living in the same home. Uh, you, your brothers and their wives and, you know, the, your mother, your father, and then all the kids and cousins actually meant something. The word cousin actually meant something then. I mean, what's a cousin now? It's like it, that, that word doesn't even mean anything anymore. Family doesn't mean anything anymore. And then you wonder why we're so disjointed. Uh, it, uh, and, and, and it's all by design. Like you said, Growing up and turning eighteen and going and, and going off and leaving the house, that was that wasn't normal forty years ago. You know, you stayed at home and you helped and you contributed, and and then when you were ready to have a family, you would go off and maybe have your own place. But leaving the house at eighteen to have your own place that wasn't normal. Well, uh, so and I that's why I think there might be some unintended consequences from this this lockdown and the pandemic. And we talked about uh, maybe there's dude, some. People getting with their families and getting to know what's what's important in life and maybe bonding a little bit more. My Hopefully. buddy, my buddy Burley, who might be listening right now, I talked to him today, and he because he just got back from his um, forced two weeks of isolation because of travel. Uh, I think it was because just because symptoms, right? Because that's in Canada, they don't actually test you. So he had a fever one day and it's bang, go home for 14 days and isolate with your family. And he, I talked to him, he's like, dude, it was the most relaxed two weeks of my life. I mean, he was blessed enough that he's in a, in a position where his job kept paying him for it. So he, you know, it was two weeks. So he got his, he's a salary. So they yeah. just kept paying him. And uh, he's like, we put away the phones and we shut off the TV and we played a bunch of board games and there's no pressure. There's no pressure to get to the store. There's no pressure to get the kids from school. There's no pressure. You're not. My life wasn't a fucking rush all day because there was nothing to do. Nowhere to go. Was that the new normal? <laughs> well, that would be an okay step for the new normal. That's, I mean, that's a tough yeah, but one. How many, how many people reacted like that? Like Burley's probably a, a, a rare specimen as far as people that would actually handle it that way. 
I don't know. I don't and know. And also, that... you have to have a family too. That's right. Yeah. Now, that's the thing. Like I was saying, I feel I fucking feel terrible <laughs> for the single people because you know I've got kids and you know and a girl and it's like oof, to just to be like, especially like and I mean it's Alberta and there's not a ton of people. I mean we're in outside of the it's city. It's still snowing so still for the last people. three weeks too. Yeah, but I mean like there's there's not a huge crack down here. I can leave the house every day and go do this and that. But I mean these poor fuckers that are in these urban areas where they're like arresting you for leaving the house or if you and you're single and you're just like. Locked in the fucking house. Yeah, but by maybe yourself. that's good too. Maybe you no, need some time with no, yourself. I don't think that's maybe good. people need to grow and get a little introspective and spend some quiet time with themselves or all without all the Fortnite. distraction. Not They're all right. playing Fortnite. They're just distracting the shit out of themselves, though. That's yeah, but maybe then that'll lead to some growth. Realizing that all I did on that time off, they'll look back and go, I just distracted myself. Hmm. I'm sure the AIs yeah. run the numbers on it. I don't know. I I, I feel my, me, me, my heart goes out to some fucking poor person that's stuck at home missing their friends and their family. They're not going to work and they're not leaving the fucking house at all except for once a week to go get groceries or something like that. And then it's this weird, awkward situation where nobody wants to look each other in the eyes anymore or talk to each other or fucking every once in a while someone cracks a smile. I'm always smiling. But, you know, people don't even want to smile at get, me anymore. Can, can we get conspiratorial? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. We don't do that around <laughs> here. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just had this thought, right? Okay, America's number one problem is what? Uh, obesity. <laughs> okay, go tell With the lack of family, right? When if, this is, when if this is a play to make families the new normal again? So it's like, once you realize like, how sucky it is to have that uh, metro lifestyle of living by yourself and going out, have martinis with the friends and not having kids and whatever. It's like, you know what? That sucked when they took everything away from me. And then people start wanting to have families again. I'm just throwing that out there for, for just the sake of conversation. When, if that is the nudge, that's funny. Cause I think it's the opposite. That's yeah. the, that's the unintended uh, backfire because it seems to me like this is whole, it? this whole push has been against the family. And against like pushing people to just ah, it's okay, just stay well, single I mean, for domestic, life. And do- domestics are at an all-time high too, so there's that. <laughs> I want to say it was on you- Fox, but I'm not. I don't quite remember, but it was definitely an article that was all about the nuclear family is the problem. Here. Nuclear family, you're nuclear like family. Grandma. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And they had a new New York Times article the same thing. That's what I'm saying. So say say for instance the power the people that's in power right now, Trump and. The uh, the uh, just say the evangelicals and the conservatives, right? They say, how do we pe- get people to have more families? Yeah, lock them yeah, away. Definitely. The boom, the boom happens. Demographics are important <laughs> for sure, though, as far as that goes. So um, ta- there is so a population problem to see too. How sucky it is, mm-hmm. right? That's what I'm saying. You isolate them to see how sucky it is, and then when they come out of this, they'll say, you know what? I need to go make me a family. You know, I need to have kids. You know. I'm I'm just going I'm going way left on this one. I'm just thinking though. Well, way the right. thing with a nudge yeah. is it's not the obvious. <laughs> it's never the obvious with the nudge. No, he's going. It's never he's the going obvious left. with the nudge. Right, he's going left and saying this is a right wing conspiracy oh, yeah, to yeah, make right. more babies. Yeah, is yeah. what he's saying. Well, they do need more babies, but I think it could backfire there too because I think after like three months of this, you'll have all the single people coming out just jonesing to get married, and all the married people coming out dead or fucking freaking out <laughs> on each other. I mean, some people will get through it just fine, but I mean. 
you can only cram people in a house for so long and fucking scare the shit out of them all day before people start fucking stressing the fuck out. I don't know. I see it from my wife is a midwife. So I see the babies. I don't actually see them, but I get to hear that's my life. Right. And the women now are not really capable of having kids anymore. You know, I mean, I know that's a very general statement, but they're just not, they just, a lot of them are just not capable. A lot of them are on SSRIs or they're just not like mentally, emotionally there yet. Michael and yet they're still having, <laughs> No, I'm just I'm just saying that this is a problem. This is an epidemic that I don't think is being talked about. Well, like and it's for everyone. They don't because now we're three generations into only having one or two kids. And so because of that, you didn't have a big family that you can, you know, learn different things, see how many different sisters are having kids. You're not having five or six anymore. It's just not in the psyche anymore. This is a grand psychological experiment to reduce us to where we think we only need to have one or two kids. This hasn't really happened yet. That's what I'm saying. And now because of the epigenics of these last few generations, they're beginning to see a great shift. You know, they used to, my generation, they wanted midwives. They brought it back. There was this thing called the twilight years where they were actually putting them into like, um, I should totally just step off. this. No, no, no. Keep going. No, no. They, they would put them into like these weird in the forties and fifties, they would, they would put them into like this trance state so that they could watch and see what the whole birthing thing was all about. It was really weird. Look it up. The twilight something. And so now that's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to diss the women that are doing it today at all. I'm trying to advocate for them because a lot of them don't even know that this is going on and there almost needs to be parenting classes now. Like it's been removed from our culture. So they don't even know how to have kids. A lot of them don't want to nurse. They don't want to bond. They have, if they have the drugs, which I'm, you know, that's a whole rights thing. Now it's like my right to have no pain and to be removed, have the pain removed from this. Like, um, it, it's, it's a, it's a rite of passage that they're being, that's being stolen from them. And they're trying to C-section a ton of them. Now it's not, it, it really should only be done on a, a small percentage, but they're doing it on a large percentage. So they're then, glor- they're glorifying that now too, with the to- scars totally. and all that. And I'm proud of my scars and everything. They're just pushing people to do that. And I'm then gonna, you got I'm, a bunch of dudes who don't no get their right of passage. They don't get a right of passage. No, no, no. We I, I, I want to. No, I, I want to piggyback off what you just said because the point I'm making with this: first of all, we got to realize who is in leadership right now. Not not the individual, but the mind, mindset. Have you ever guys ever heard of the family uh, with Doug Coe? No, I don't think so. Sorry, I don't watch no. TV though. Go go. Okay, no go go watch. It's a it's a Netflix um, documentary on a group called the Family, and the Family is this Christian, basically like Christian mafia. <laughs> uh, it was headed by Doug Coe, and basically. Uh, Trump is supposedly the Wolf King, and I did an episode on this comparing uh, comparing him, um, him uh, saying that Kanye West is possibly a member of this group. And when he came out, the Christian and pushing the whole uh, family agenda and stuff like that. So what I'm saying is, if the new leadership is saying, you know what, population control hurts America, we need to be more nationalistic, we need to um, bring our 
uh, production back on uh, on back on American soil. We need to increase our birth rate. This is the perfect nudge to get you there, because <laughs> it's like you know what? When a single person, I'm not knocking single people, so I want to make that clear. But when a single person calls a person like me and like, what are you doing? Hey man, we're playing Uno and you know making s'mores and you know we have this family structure that we don't really need to go outside. <laughs> you know, every, I mean, we go out in the backyard and throw the ball around. They're like the envy. This the human the human element of envy is like fuck. I need that. You, you know what I'm saying? So once this is all over, I think you might see marriage and children. And not only that, just think of if we take as a data point, the uh, the blackout in New York, right? We saw a baby bump from that. Yep. So if we're going to see a huge baby bump from this thing. Totally. So this might be the thing that kickstarts uh, traditional values again. So I, 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 re- I wish people would really go look at the family and and what they're all about they're all and you know and what we're saying now well china's manufacturing all our products well we need to bring things back you know um back on american soil you have american uh, uh corporations being taken over by the government right to make you know saying to uh, force production it's i think we're <laughs> the new normal is not as dystopian as we think it's going to be it's going to be pushing the the old is the old will become new again. Families and I'm just going like I said, this is conspiratorial, just to as a, a thought exercise. But imagine that if you know if we're saying these are the people that are in control, your Mike Pence, your Donald Trump, and the people that back him with that kind of money, you know, this might be their nudge to make America more nationalistic and more self. Um, self-reliant and get the birth numbers up now just just roll that around your head a little bit like i said it sounds crazy but just think about it for a second yeah yeah i yeah i, like I just it. don't yeah. think trump's in control no i don't think so either <laughs> no i think he's trying no, it, no, really he's bad definitely to not get controlled. it but he is not in control at all he's, but he i mean let's see yeah, there's a ton of people just school of thought. sitting at home playing fucking video games the whole time too because i mean to to pivot from where Michael was going, I mean, we've got this giant generation of men that are just sort of aimless and they don't have that sort of, <clears throat> I mean, the Jewish people still sort of do the, what is it called when you're like, come a teenager or whatever? And yeah. Well, the, bar the, mitzvah? the bar mitzvah. Yeah. It's oh, like yeah. becoming a man, but even yeah. that sort of gamified now, you know, it's like the ancient cultures becoming a man was, you know, maybe some shit. Maybe it was. A bunch hunting, of psychedelics or going out hunting and having to do some quest. crazy shit by yourself or a vision quest or you have to go spend the night in the woods by yourself and freak the fuck out or a couple nights. Kill or something and bring it back Kill to the something house. or, you know, all these different ways that boys used to become men. Yeah. And I feel like society's sort of taken that away and we're, we're missing fathers all over the place. And like you yeah. said, the grandparents are completely gone. So we've got a bunch of aimless men wandering around that are, you know, can get into these modes of selfishness and everything else where, you know, they're content to, to waste their lives, I think. And that that we don't realize it until it's almost too late if we're lucky. And it usually takes like, some sort of adversity along the yeah, way to trigger it. To. Yeah. Because that's what you're can missing is the forced that, though, adversity. Because with Trump, 
I, I spoke about on my show that Trump had this weird phenomenon on men that he gave us our testes back. You know, think about uh, 2012 where we were at. You know, you couldn't say certain things and you were like, oh, I, I don't want to offend you. And then here comes like, you know what I'm saying? Well, I call Trump uh, 45 Savage, <laughs> you know, as, um, yeah. uh, because they have a lot of rappers called 21 Savage. So I call him 45 Savage where he comes in. He says what the hell he wants to say. And even a person like Kanye even said Trump made it OK to be a man again. You know, he, he, he resonated with me on the fatherly level. So if you have I'm not saying Trump is in power. That's not what I'm saying. What yeah, I'm saying yeah. is he, he's a representative of the power that's behind him. So it's like is masculinity, the new cool. Yes. He's definitely um, got the daddy like you figure. said, the rights. Of that. That's right. Really so is the rights of passage thing, the new cool. Uh, I see men. It's OK for men to be men again. I know I, 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 I am a people watcher. And I noticed the conversations would change in the lunchroom after Trump got elected. People stopped this slight whisper. It was like, you know, people would start to put their chest out again and, you know, say what they actually felt. So I, I really believe that maybe we're having a nudge back to tr traditional values. Now, there's a downside to that, of course, because... It can go way, like you said, it can, it can go way swing. fascist yeah, the real fast. Yeah, pendulum could get real fascist right. real fast. <laughs> right. I mean, I would argue, I mean, I always say in the show that, that, that it never matters who's in power, whether it's the left or the right. If you look at the history of the West, it's a steady march towards fascism. I mean, that's where we were headed. We've changed the definition a number of times over the last 30 years. The new definition doesn't even include the part about the merger of private and and uh, state power. So we've completely taken out the number one part of the fascism definition and the new one and just replaced it with a bunch of fucking hoopla while we fucking march down the road of combining the private and the fucking and the state and using the private to get around the rights that the state's forced to provide. Which is fascism, but not anymore. Now it's corporatism, which soon will be turned into an even less scary sounding word. Right. But uh, do you guys ever discuss in this show uh, Fabian socialism? This is totally Fabian. Because Two steps forward, one step back. Exactly. So it's like, that, that's like the scare tactics on both sides. Like, oh, we're heading to fascism. So you swing the pendulum back the other way. Oh, we're heading to communism. You know, and it's like the whole time they're just nudging you to where they want you to go. It's like, we don't have time to make you... Uh, to make everybody do what we want them to do is like choose your own adventure. So now you, for every Antifa, you have, you know what I'm saying? You have the the far right, you know? And I'm just using these two polar op opposites because the average person is going to be somewhere in the middle. So they put, put the two poles up there and then we find our way somewhere in the middle. And when it starts to veer left or right, they have to realign to say, okay, we're going to let fascism rise to bring it back to the other direction or we're going to let uh communism rise to bring it back to the other direction so when you really look at fabian socialism it's like they let you choose it's it you know that was the whole thing with um with uh with um nazi germany right it was like that they were pissed with hitler because like you do you, you're doing it too fast and too strong like you know just let them eat, ease them to where you want them to go. Uh, when we saw that, I mean, 
Are you guys familiar with my uh, May Brussels? No, I've heard of I've heard it, but I, you, I can't should, remember what it is. Okay, you should check out her work, and it's weird now that a lot of her work is being manifested in this new show on H uh, on Amazon called The Hunt, where basically on The Hunt it is a it's a not it's a it's a fictional show, but basically the Nazi I mean Operation Paperclip, right? Yep. We fig- we figured out that they had a lot of good ideas. And it's like, you know, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And they brought in like Ma Brussels, May, excuse me, not Ma, May Brussels. She brought, she was like back in the 70s and she was a kick-ass um, conspiracy theorist because she was doing it from a radio station. She would sell cassette tapes and she was basically tracing the trail of how Nazis were being brought here and basically infiltrated in the government, you know. So like, it, they never let these kind of things go to waste. And they, if you have a good idea, and it's that's kind of how sick it is, it's like you know what? Uh, that's a great idea, and he may have killed a million people or whatever like that. But that's a great idea. We can use this guy. So we have to really pay attention to. I think we we look at the extremes, and the real monsters are in the middle. It's very subtle. I think it was something like 20,000 Nazis that we brought over in Project It was Paperclip. way more than you'd ever think. You'd think, oh, it's a couple yeah. top scientists. No, there was 20, a lot. It, there was, yeah. it was around 20,000. Well, and the Russians got a bunch, too. So who's making that well, deal? Well, that's around? what we're told. And, and what about South America? <clears throat> and what about South America, though? I mean, we had brought 20,000 here. Officially. <laughs> I mean, then all the unofficial was, ones went The unofficial over. ones yeah. went to Argentina. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Argentina and those places like that. So, I mean, this is well documented. So, I'm just saying that the elite, they, they, okay, this is how I look at the elite. If you're Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones watchers, I know I break, break up a lot of television shows, but you can take a lot of themes from these television shows because Hollywood is lazy, right? So, they basically just write history into <laughs> television. I mean, they look at history and they just re- remask it as, as fiction. The elite are the iron bank, right? They fund all sides. Yep. <laughs> That's basically what they do. You know, so it's like we want to take this guy down. We'll fund his enemy, you know, and we fund this enemy. They take him down. Now you inherit his debt and we bring up another enemy for that enemy and we take him down. And, and the whole time they use usury, which is nothing but interest to, to keep everybody uh, crippled, crippled. And I know that sounds very far fetched, but when you no, go back and watch Game of Thrones, I think that's going. how the when you go when you go when you look at the Iron Bank, there was no war, no disease. It was nice and clean, and you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> there was no problems when you went to the Iron Bank, and it was no it and it was no leaders. It was a council, you know. It wasn't the king, you know. Um, so I think that's how the elite role is like. And we can use this guy. We can use a Saddam Hussein. We can use an Osama bin Laden. We can use, you know, Gaddafi. and then when Osama gets out of control, you bring up the nut, you know, oh, it's the rebels. You know, well, how'd the rebels get the weapons? You know, with, look at Assad. Assad was cool. <laughs> you know, him and his wife was piling around with the uh, Hollywood elite. And then all of a sudden, yeah, he got to go. So we, we fund the rebels. It's like, okay, now the rebels took. We took the rebels. The rebels took. Tried to take him down, but they were unsuccessful. And it's like, okay, now we need to go in and send. I forgot the term they used for the troops that went in, but advisors and the advisors went in and trained up a new army to take that threat down. And that's just basically how the elite play. It's like you know, we're just gonna keep 
we, we have money. When you got money, you don't have to get your hands dirty. You just keep funding people against people. Uh, and that's what they're doing now. Um, We're going to do that do to Venezuela. How do people know that other people are out? Well, we're doing it to each other now. Think about it. How do you know your neighbor's out the house? How do the cops know that your neighbor's out the house? You call them. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, the Bob's time. out the house. <laughs> well, I, no, I mean, the, well, the U.S. military is about, you guys are about to fucking re, uh, do a regime change in Venezuela, I th- I'm pretty sure. I don't think it's going to. I'm pretty sure it is. Bar yeah. came out, gave the whole thing. Couched as a drug, uh, drug seize or a drug war? They, well, I don't know. They classified uh, Godaro as a narco terrorist. Maduro. 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 That's what it is. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. But guess what? It'll be a, it'll, 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 the drug flow won't stop. They'll just replace no. him. Yeah, guaranteed. <laughs> it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. It's just, they're just going to raise up his competition. I mean, we saw with uh, with um, uh, um, also I forget his name, uh, the bear, um, uh, Pablo Escobar. Yeah, uh, we saw we seen this in America with a black in a, in a black community with street gangs that raised up the blood in the Crips. You know, I mean, they they all it's always control you know control opposition and they raise up two competing rivals and they bounce them out so no one has enough power to even threaten them they're so busy fighting the enemy that they create and and that's just how this system works and that's why we have to just to go back to what me and adam do they tried to do it racially where we would they okay we're going to pit people racially against each other right because when me and adam found that we didn't have any problems with each other but that's what they wanted us to have like oh you look different from me so we should not like each other but when we start to have a conversation, it's like, you know what? Hell, we got more in common than we, you know what I'm saying, we, than we don't. They don't want that. <laughs> they don't want that conversation to happen. They always talk about the conversation, but they never want that conversation to happen. Yep. Yeah, they don't want to separate, separate us by class because then we'd all rise up against the, the elite. They got to separate us by everything else. Identity, sex, race, whatever they can figure out. Gender. Ide- ideology now, yeah. And put you all in your own houses and your little ticky tacky boxes. Yeah. It's, look, it, look, essential, essential, non-essential. That's the new divide, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yes, essential, I'm essential. <laughs> no, that's gonna be the new outlaw. Look well, at that non-essential. Well, the new and one then, is mo- moist talker or dry talker. You know, you're a moist talker. Get away. No moist talking. Have you, have you, Mo? Did you hear our uh, our fearless prime minister? Uh, Mentioned moist talking. Moistly. No, talking I didn't moistly. hear that. I heard you re- reference it on the show. Talking, I didn't know yeah, the yeah, he know mentioned, what you were uh, talking about. Yeah, no agenda. He's on a, doing his little uh, walkout. He's been isolating, self-isolating for almost a month now. And he doesn't have it, apparently. But he comes out and does his little press conference, and he wants us not to talk moistly to each other. What, what about the non-maskers? Well, no, that's why that that's he was shaming the non-maskers. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> everything to keep us divided. It's like, look at that non-masker, you know. Uh, it, so they're going to use everything they can to keep us divided, like because, like you said, they're the one percent, and most of them are the one percent of the one yeah, percent. Yeah. So they can't let the ninety-nine get together. That's a bad. That's a bad idea. So it's like we need we need a boomer against millennial. It's like, where does word boomer come from? You know, uh, I mean, I, I, you hear people push it. It's like, where did that come from? 
where did this term millennial come from? Notice they always have generations. They always give them different labels. It's like, why, why do they do that? And it's like, it's always now the millennials blame the boomers for everything. It's like, oh, you ruined my life. It's like, dude, nobody took, told you to take, you're saying a quarter million dollars worth of student loans. <laughs> you know, I mean, so, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a funky time, but like I said, the thing is, is this is how I live my life. Eat, drink, and be merry, bro, because all we have is today. There's no such thing as yesterday, and there's no such thing as tomorrow. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Show me a tomorrow. Show me a yesterday. Yep, I love it. The is, there, is there a couple other things that you've meant that you've really doing the show now with, with Adam and a couple of these rabbit holes you've gone down, a couple of things you've learned that you want people to know about? Couple interesting things like okay, I'm a, it's just a teaser. Yeah, I did a show on Martin Luther King being the Greta Thunberg of his time. Okay, so basically, he started out at 15 years old. A lot of people don't know that his father steered him, and his father, if people, a lot of people don't know, Martin Luther King's real name was Michael King. Michael King Sr. was his father. He was Michael King Jr. Then he pops up in, uh, his father pops up in uh, Nazi Germany in 1933 and then comes back and changes his name to Martin Luther King. Wow. Interesting. And then they correct, you know, and then you got to look at his communist ties. And like I said, I'm not doing this to cast aspersions on him because they created him as a product just like they do Greta. When I look at Greta, I feel sorry for her. Yeah. A lot of people want to beat up on her, but it's like, yeah, she's a product. She's a little, she's a mind control asset of uh, that someone has her keys and they roll her out and they give her agenda and she has no control of her life. And that's why I don't I don't really go hard on child stars. I don't really go how hard on children, like people that start out with children inside the industry and things of that nature because they have no control over it. So, you know, we really have to start looking at things of uh, the MK Ultra assets and mind control and how they use them to nudge us. You know, um, just, to, just to talk about that a little bit further, um, there were definitely communist influences around Martin Luther King. And this is proven. This is proven. Um, we Shall Overcome was written at a communist school in Tennessee. <laughs> you know, they, they make it seem, you know, I mean, that's, like I said, you have to look at these things and really dissect them and see why they use these images and icons. And uh, when you look at Martin Luther King, he was a very complex person, but they brought him down to a product now or a mind control tool. You know, whenever people start to rise up and want to say, you know what, we'll fight fire with fire, they were like, what would King do? Yeah. <laughs> it's like nonviolence. Non but they did the same thing with Gandhi too. It's like nonviolence, nonviolence. It's like, what has ever been established nonviolently? And I'm not advocating violence, but I'm just saying that they use these things to control how people think. Yeah. And then, and then take money off your paycheck with a threat of violence. If you don't pay your taxes, we're just yeah. going to throw you in jail. Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing that's weird about the times now in the last few years is they're advocating more violence. Like they're with the anti-fun, the lack of punch a Nazi. The lack of, yeah, the whole punch a Nazi thing and the lack of uh, actual 
leadership on that side of things, you know, um, denouncing them was, was terrible. I mean, there's nothing, no one's saying, like, I, I grew up thinking the violence is going to end. Like, the wars are going to end. I was in this, this bubble of, of thinking that we can, you can optimist. say, but you can say what you want to people. You just can't hit anybody. And then all of a sudden, the last few years, you're like, what, why is, why is nobody denouncing all this violence? How can you, how can you be letting Antifa go around creating all this violence? You know, and then so, so you have on the one hand, like what, what Mo's saying about the, you know, the, the peace and the not nonviolence. And then on the other hand, they're allowing it to happen. It's, it's such a strange uh, paradigm right now. Well, let's look at Charlottesville for a second, right? That was supposed to have been a race war, correct? Yep. I see it as a bunch of people doing cosplay. <laughs> For it to be a race where only one person died and allegedly that person died from a heart attack and not getting hit by a car, I mean, that was that was a piss poor race war. You know what I'm By the definition of it, right? So I think what you have is a lot of people just, just doing cosplay. They're dressing up as Antifa or they're dressing up as the far right or Nazis and they go out in the streets and they do this therapeutic thing but they they're not really living this thing. Like I'm paid paid to paid to cosplay. Like, no, no, I think it's more like looking for some place to fit some in. Meanings, yeah, yeah, looking for finding yeah. finding some and some, finding some probably acceptance are. in and, a and there probably is some uh, some money in, in that too. It's well, a, it's an identity. We're saying well, when you live on when you function in social media, you have to have an identity, right? You had to have a stick stick. So that's their stick. It's like, yo, yeah, I'm Antifa. You know, I mean, dude, you know, you won't bust a great. Not saying there's not real factions out here, but you won't see those people. <laughs> you know, you won't see them until it's a problem. Right. But right. like the people that, that show up to these rallies and stuff, man, they don't want they're this cosplay. You know, they're they're role playing. Uh, and you see that, and um, it's not only the Antifa or the far right. It's a lot of these people that they're just want to be part of something if you function in social media you got to have a identity you know you just can't be regular joe that's not entertaining that's not exciting you understand like nobody wants to see you know um you just post regular stuff so it's like okay i'm this and that's where you get the virtual signaling from it's it's just another role of uh, cosplay right uh or i'm a communist it's like you don't even know what a communist is or i'm a feminist you know, you, you you don't even know what the definition of that word is, but it's the identity that you can hashtag about and put in your bio, and then it helps you find other people that are doing doing the same things you're doing. So basically, they're correct. To bring this full circle, the fact that we have an absence of community and family, we're still tribal. Right. <laughs> so yeah, now they're point. creating their own cosplay tribes and the media uses these things to push their agendas and say oh it's pandemonium it's like no I mean this is nowhere near like 69 you know um, when we actually had real riots I mean come on I mean when the last time we actually had a riot that wasn't, wasn't the 90s inspired in LA, by a sporting event yeah, I mean that's, what that's probably beating. the last. That could be the last one. No, well, Baltimore is the last one, and I mean Ferguson wasn't really a riot. But what I'm saying is, for the way the media portrays it, 
you would think these yeah. things would be happening all the time, like yeah. it was in 68, 69, right? Yeah. But it's not because these people are, they don't want to lose their comfort. So it's like, I know that line. You know, I'll go out and say pig and, you know, fascists and these things, but it's like, I got to go to work on Monday. I can't get locked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That might change things. This whole pandemic, pandemic might change things too. Like that kind of thing. I mean, I feel like pandemic, the virtue signaling, pandemic. the Hollywood stuff, the people, uh, you know, like, I don't know, identities stuff might just, might be sort of shoved under the carpet for a while. But that's the new, that's the new identity is the, the mask. Yeah. And that's why I said before, I, I was joking when you said about me being on camera and I said, I don't have my shrine set up. <laughs> I've noticed cause I do a lot of video chatting for work right now. Everybody has this space in their house that they're prepared to be on camera, right? They have the backdrop without everything perfectly behind them. So it's like, they're basically mimicking what they see on television. You know, they had to have all the perfect things and it's, you know, the camera has to be right in the camera shot uh, because that's the new normal. That's the new behavior. Uh, So you have to, you know, you just can't, you can't, no get a, have a bare blank wall behind you. I mean, that that looks like a weirdo, right? You know, you gotta have the the candles and the, you know, uh, whatever you're into, you know, on your wall and, um, I just, I just see the newscasters, everybody has these, it started with the news when they started making people broadcast from home, they had these little areas set up, right? Which rich, really they're copying podcasters, they're biting our style, but now it's becoming normal for everybody has to have this area in their house. So when they get ready to video conference, it's palatable to the eye, right? It's like. Oh, yeah, that looks nice and neat. Now, your whole house might be, you are saying, like a hurricane hit it, but that camera shot is perfect in, in, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in its um, appearance. It's what? the new show, people, selfie. People do that? <laughs> it was funny, our old studio, the second you walked off shot, it was just a fucking wasteland. <laughs> I like taking pictures of it just to post into the chats. But, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the new norm. But like I said, that's the new cosplay. It's like I gotta, I got my mask, you know. And then like uh, the the normal paper mask is not enough. I gotta go get the, you know the um, the official ones with you know. And then like that's not enough. I gotta go get a gas mask, right? It's just, it's like now it's like the mask wars. It's like, it's like I'm gonna trump you with my mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did that last episode. I got but the most that. beautiful mask, greatest mask. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the, the that's, that's the virtual signaling now is the is the mask, right? Uh, or how many times what? you wash your hand, or oh, I gotta have my Purell on in hand reach. Are you and accusing those kind me of, of virtue so signaling, Mofax? Huh? Are you accusing me of virtue signaling, Mofax? No, you're sarcastically no, doing I, it, so it doesn't count if you, oh, if, you yeah, if you do it in irony. It's not. It doesn't ah. work. I don't think. Right, you're doing it irony, but what is irony though? Because you realize people are doing it, so you're doing it to mock them, right? So it's <laughs> well, mock's a pretty strong word. I was going troll. With troll. <laughs> troll. He's the mask. So troll. which which one's greater? Is which one's greater, mock or troll? Let's, let's, let's troll seems nicer. I, mean, yeah, I feel mocking is mean. mocking seems mean, and trolling seems playful. Yeah, playful. Yeah. Like ribbing, kind of. Yeah. Like trolling is gamified mocking. Okay. Sort of, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's that like gamified mm-hmm. mocking. It's exactly. like you're all 12 and you're Mocking just kind of... is like right before fighting. Yeah. 
I mean, that's just my personal scale. I I, I have an authority on synchronicities, nothing else. (laughs) No, but I appreciate you correcting me on that because I didn't know which one was a negative troller to mock. I thought mock would be more positive. I think they gave trolls. I mean, yeah, but that's what. That's that's the new. that's the new virtual signaling. And then like now even selfies have masks. Like what the hell is going on here? I mean, not selfies, but emojis. Have you seen that? <laughs> the mask emoji? Yeah. yeah that what? Was there a while what, ago, what? Huh? That was there before. Not long before. Yeah. I think it's been out. No, since it just came out in the new like update. Three years. No, it was like fucking the new update. I want to say like five, six months. No, no, it's been there for years. Has it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying all the emojis have masks now. Oh, I see. Oh, not what? the mask emoji. Not the mask What's emoji. What's the point? All the emojis have masks Is he now. smiling or laughing or I can't tell? Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah, we're all going to be emotionless just walking around in our masks. You guys want to hear a weird conspiracy I came up with? Sure. So there's this thing that I found in just the last few days. It's the action against trafficking in human beings. And it's Greta is what it's called. G-R-E-T-A. And this thing's been around for a while. And it's a group of experts, mostly in Europe. It's the Council of Europe portal. A group of experts on action against trafficking in human beings. So if you're following the Q thing at all, that's what they're doing. They're freeing all these people. Council of Europe. Oh, I thought thought the letter spelled coup. C-O-E. Yeah, no, Council I thought it was C-O-U-P. Yeah. So anyway, it's this great cover. You can't look it up. Like, I just tried for quite a few minutes to look up Greta because I couldn't remember exactly what it was. And this Greta oh, Thernberg that's, that's thing the Google bomb that... totally screwed it up yeah. so that you can't look it up. You yep. don't know anything about it. And she's, like, right at the age yep. that they would be scooping up these other humans that they're trafficking, right? That's kind of a weird conspiracy. Yeah, that I'm that's, kind a, of afraid that's the to Google run bomb down. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like what? Oh, like Fast and the Furious. So yep. what if she, that's what why if they killed fucking Buddy? Yep. Was the distraction that covered this whole? Yep. yep. This whole. What thing. was his name again? Paul. 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 Something. Uh, Who are we remember. talking about? I'm sorry. The dude from Fast and the Furious. Oh, I there was didn't a really conspiracy going yeah. around that Paul Walker that they killed him because it just came out that Holder got in trouble because he got caught with that big thing where the u.s was fucking running guns yeah. to the cartels in they mexico gave a ton of guns they and it was called cartels, project yep. fast and furious yep, yep. and right when that started blowing up paul walker dies so whenever you type fucking fast and furious into a and it was search devastating engine, to the millennials too. all that comes up is fucking fast and furious dead fast and you know yep. there's something to that google bomb shit Hey, if you ever need an idea for conspiracies, let us know, okay, Mo? Yeah, we come up with conspiracies like crazy. Okay, mm-hmm. I will do that. If you like ever... I said that um, they use, they you only find the truth on like the 15th, 16th page of uh, Google because it's like <laughs> they had to bury it back there. It's like, when's the last time you've been on the 15th page of Google? Never. I switch When I'm searching for, for real stuff now, I just go to like DuckGoGo. That's my one I'm using. Yeah, but still, how many times have you gone to the 15th page? Rarely, yeah. Rarely, unless, yeah. actually, you know what? Yesterday. There's millions of pages. Yesterday. But that's because I'm looking for a very specific PDF, and mm-hmm. I can't find it anywhere. So I'm just going through page after page after page. If it's not on the first page, I, I research it with some other keywords. I tried on DuckGoGo, too. Motherfucker. Oh, well, we'll get it. 
So what was your point, Mo? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, you're talking about how they use, they use, I hate they were use the word false flags because he was actually killed, but these counter events to bury real information under, yeah, uh, under the, you know, under the guise of something else, like you said about Greta and then the Paul Walker thing with Fast and Furious. Uh, so that's the, that's the game is like, people are not going to go to the 15th page, you know, or not even past the first page. Hell, they, they're not even going to go past the, the first couple of links. Yep. You don't want to scroll down. So, that takes no. too much time. Totally. And going to like the next page. Holy <laughs> fuck. There's that's a next page. Much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Right, like, nah, I'm not going past page two. Yeah, At, two choices the most is I'm plenty for me. I'm not you should just be able to start on page 10. Me. Yeah, that's a good idea. Just click, skip click, right click, to click. 10. 10. See what you get. Unless you're searching America, then go to the first page. So anything else you want to mention, Mo, before we wrap this thing up? I think we covered a lot here. I just like let people know. It's just like, um, just really... The nocebo effect is real, so be careful what you speak out of your mouth about this whole situation. Stay positive. Um, tune into things that will make you laugh. Watch comedy movies. Uh, and even if you're watching news, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, I think the real problem with a lot of people, they can't put num- numbers into context. So that that is a real problem in this country that I want to point a finger at public education system because people can't put numbers in context. They just see all oh, 12,000. It's like, and that's a large number, but one, how are you counting that number? How's that number being tallied? And then two, out of what? How many people die every day in this country? You know what I'm saying? So you have to put these things into context. Yeah, yeah. 7,700 a day in the they US. They should totally average. be more transparency and they should show you those things. Yeah. They should show you in context. But they don't do that. That's what graphs are for. Yeah, graphs are to force an agenda, bastards. a script on you. And that's what Mo's saying is just watch those numbers. Be careful of just, yeah, I agree. If it's out of context, you, you, it's a whole different story. Honestly, just you shouldn't be watching the news. That's my honest. <laughs> well, two cents. you can watch, but turn the sound off. Yeah, That's turn what the I sound found. off. Maybe like play a drinking game. Just watch it. Don't listen to it because there's most of the fear is in the sound part of it. Turn that off. Just cancel the cable. Save the money. Support the show. Grandmaker.ca/support. We're value for value. Mo facts. Value for value. So you have this two hundred fucking dollar cable bill. Cut really? that up. I don't know. I haven't had cable in fucking half a decade. But if you do, I've heard that's what the running thing is for cable this day. It's like 200 bucks to get cable. I mean, you cancel that, all of a sudden yeah, you can help now, out Mo. If, you can help out your 10 favorite podcasts and put $100 in your pocket every month. And that was the other biggest nudge is the bundle. The bundle was a nudge, too. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, so like, like you said, you can't get away from a cable bill without being $200 because everything's a bundle. It's like, oh, yeah, you have to bundle it. TV, um, uh, phone and 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 cable and internet, but if I, I also like to promote the show, uh, it's mofacts.com, M O E F A C T Z with Adam Curry. I mean, you most of your listeners know who Adam Curry is. Yep, uh, AKA the Power Father. Um, and as you said, value for value because what we try to bring to the table, all of us on this broadcast right now, is we exchange good, clean information, and, and in return we. We need to be supported. Uh, 
like we all, I mean, Sam, this is, we, we're, we're living real lives, you know? So if you can support us, you know what I'm saying? Like support Grime America and then also support uh, MoFax. Uh, you can find me on uh, Cash App and you can also find it on um, uh, PayPal. It's all MoFax as well. And follow me on uh, YouTube and um, YouTube and uh, all social media platforms except Facebook. I don't do Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Yeah, right on, Mo. Fuck them all, really. It's been a blast, buddy. We should do this again for sure. If you ever get sick of the social media, man, Mo, I had a ball. I encourage you to join the Grimerica so, chats. Grimerica.ca oh, yeah, slash chats. There's almost uh, there's six, seven hundred people in there. They're all pretty cool. They don't get triggered. Some of them get triggered sometimes. That's okay. We forgive them. Send, we still send love me them. a it's link. Like a virus. Send, yes. Okay, we'll, we'll I'll do tweet. Send, I'll send me a link. I'd love to participate. 100%. We'd love to have you. We'd love to have you in the group. We could use a MoFa- We could use some MoFax in the chats. <laughs> sometimes it's a lot of middle school type stuff, so you got to look over that. But sometimes it gets really <laughs> deep, too, so that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Best to stay out of the dick pics channel. It's just what it sounds like. <laughs> anyway, thanks All for coming right, on so, the show, um, Mo. I appreciate that. And as I always say, pay attention to everything and the truth will reveal itself. Right on, Mo. Have a lovely night. Enjoy your lockdown. And uh, next time you talk to Adam, tell him we said hello. I will do that. All right, you gentlemen, take care. Have a good night. All right, buddy. Take care. Keep shining. All right, bye. I don't know what it is with that mouse. It's driving me crazy. This mouse is driving me crazy. See, his hiss went away, so it was totally on. His end? Yeah. Well, that's good to know. That is good to know. Spend fucking $500 and there's a hiss. That's okay. Big thanks to Mo for coming on the show. What'd you think, buddy? Yeah, it was good. I got a quote here. You got a quote. At last count, more than 60 governmental departments and international agencies have established nudge units tasked with finding and pulling. Creepy. Pulling and pulling. Government yep. units. Yeah, I was looking pulling at it. There's nudge. a lot of stuff in there. About pulling the government units. Sure. I've never yeah. even heard of nudging before today. So this is like a <laughs> obviously whole new didn't, rabbit hole. Obviously, you didn't, you didn't read the or listen to my narration of the conspiracy paper. Which conspiracy paper? The Cass Sunstein's. Oh, did we get into it on then? Oh, maybe not. Maybe I heard him afterwards on an interview. I don't think we did. I heard him him on. uh, Because that was when I was still like sitting right beside you listening to you say it. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, So it would have been pretty hard to miss. I was like stuck here looking at you. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) we're not. The books. We're just distracted. The books you're narrating. No, I think that was, we did those on camera. Yeah. But that's, this is the other reason we do these on camera because it stops us, me from doodling and yeah. getting lost in things oh, and things. You're doing yeah. your UFO shows. Good job. That's positive. I don't know. I like the truth on. bombs you dropped when you were doodling, though. It put you in a different space, but I we'll do see. like to doodle. Maybe it was just the robe, though. We'll see. We'll, robe's we'll back, take baby. one step at a time. A couple of people were asking why I look like a Jedi. It's because of the robe. I should bring my robe in here too. It's then. trademark. Go no, back no. to the early apps. You don't. You don't get a robe all of a sudden. Well, James Nation was going to buy me a purple robe. What about that robe you wear when you do your little moon exercises? That's a good one. Moon exercises. Oh, this is the one you're wearing, like the hood. Moon exercises. Oh, that's that's a, no, like that's a, not a robe. That's a, just a wizard. Like that's a guy. Ga- like a. Uh, it's a cloak. Uh, it's not a robe. It's cloak. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to look like a robe, but it's really just a hoodie. Yes, Darren is wearing a bathrobe. Get used to it, because now that the studio is in my basement, I'll probably be wearing a bathrobe 
most of the time until it gets too hot, and then I'll just wear a t-shirt. <laughs> so big thanks to Mo. Check it out, MoFacts.com. That's facts with a Z. Z if you're in Canada. Is it still Z in Canada, or did we just adopt Z now, too? Oh, man, my neighbor gives me so much crap because my kids say Z. Well, that's what. And so he's like, you're my an American. Kids, if you're not gonna, no, no, if no, you're no. not gonna become my a Canadian say and Z say too. Z, then you need to go home. My kids like, say Whoa. Z too, and I'm like, no, it's Z, and they're like, no, not anymore, Dad. We're in school. Yep. So apparently, in the schools, we've gone to Z. Yeah, and he's just old and crotchety, and he thinks it should remain Z. Well, when no, did it, it change? ZZ top. When did it ZZ change? Top? Because no, nobody called it Z Z top. No, Z is a what Canadian was only thing in Canada. Yeah, totally. They made was, it, was it a giant troll the whole time? It was, completely. <laughs> really? Has it yes. always been Z? It's always been Z. Even Only ca- Canadians say Z. I wonder if it was only- just like someone fucked with us like and way back in the day. I no, it's, it's Z. I'm telling you. It's I think Zed. it's really, only right? these three provinces too, actually. No, no, Ontario is Z. Really? That's where I grew up. I got taught Z. I didn't hear Z till I got here. And I, was just I like, could see no, a couple no, no, of Canadians no, no. falling so for I that So I teach shit, my kids too. and I'm like, no, 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 no Z. Mistake. Also, when you cross the street, look both ways before you step into the street. That's uh, another right. Canadian thing. Is that a Canadian thing? Oh, completely. It's terrifying. What? Yeah. What's Canadians here, they, well, they think they have this, uh, you know, right to walk out into the street oh, without yeah. looking. And tra- oh, yeah. And don't... traffic has to stop for them. Yeah. But yeah, they yeah. do it without even looking. Oh, yeah, they just yeah, walk yeah. right out yeah, into the street. Go try that in Europe. Well, in then you travel the world. Or Mexico. Yeah. If you get like, used I to seen that a dude and get then hit. you travel yeah. the world. Oh, oh yeah. God. Cars have the right of way in most places. Everywhere not people. but yeah, Canada. Not pedestrians. Yeah. 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 yeah anyway, yeah. big thanks. America.ca slash support. We here are, of course, value for value. This will be show number 414 or something like that, 415. Like I said, I, we just did spend another 500 bucks on gear to try and get the sound up there. I think it is sounding better. Yeah. I think it's sounding better. <laughs> I think we've crossed another threshold. We're good to go. Just got to plug Mo's show quickly again, too, because it is very unique, uh, the way he deconstructs things with Adam. And there's some really great topics in there. That you Sounds just like a gold, mine. It's a gold mine. MoFacts.com. Yeah. Yep. It's great. It's kind of like a more, more off-the-rails, no agenda. Sweet. Yeah, it would yeah. be right up your alley. It's kind of between, sure. almost in, between our shows, an overlap between. And I like that he said that he's trying to translate it from like one place to another, yeah. basically. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, someone's saying in the chat it's pronounced Z everywhere except the U.S. No. No. No? I don't know. We're in Canada. I don't even know what to say. My kids are telling me I'm wrong. Uh, so yeah, mofax.com, No Agenda, another great podcast. America Show, this podcast. If you got a little bit of value from the 400 and some odd episodes in the back catalog, want to chip in on the new gear, the uh, the new tube and the EQ341 and the new tube preamp, America.ca slash support. You can do a one-time donation there. You can sign up for a monthly. we got Stripe, Patreon, PayPal, a bunch of different ways to support the show. Send cash in a book, email money transfer. You want to support the show, can't figure out a way, shoot us an email. We'll figure out a way. One way or another, don't have any money, that's fine too. Check out the show notes. Graham does a great job in there. Bunch of different ways to support the show. They don't cost you a dime. You can review the show, share the show, sign people up for the newsletter, sign yourself up for the newsletter. All free. Do that. Shoot me an email. We'll give you that link to those black budget shows anywhere. There's like six audio, five or six audiobooks in there now, a bunch of other stuff, 50 or 60 episodes, hours and hours and hours of content for your quarantined ass. Speaking of which, enjoy the quarantine. 
Be kind to each other. Spread love, not fear. Not moistness. Not moistness, unless it's with uh, consent. Keep the COVID to yourself and wash your hands. That's right. We love you. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next week. Oh no, I think I've lost my way. Don't know if I'll ever make it back. Look at me, I'm no longer solid. I am abstract. I blow on my survival whistle. Point to the horizon. Mercy me, it's so surprising. My world is still intact. I fell out of a hot air balloon and landed flat on a raccoon. SOS, help me soon. SOS, help me soon. Gotta find shelter. I feel like this caterpillar is mocking me in his cocoon. Who made the fire in Plato's cave? Made the fire in Plato's cave. Never thought that I'd be saved. Never thought that I'd be saved. Who made the fire in Plato's cave? Made the fire in Plato's cave. Never thought that I'd be saved. Never thought that I'd be saved till you came along, freed me, and loved me. Shared with me the beauty of your world I've lost my way, don't know if I'll ever make it back Look at me, I'm no longer solid, I am abstract I blow on my survival whistle, point to the horizon Mercy me, it's so surprising my world is still intact. Think I ate a poisonous mushroom. Fell on my bottom. Went boom, boom. My tummy hurts. My head aches. Where are my angels? For goodness sakes. Did I pray to the wrong deity? At least let me die. With dignity Who made the fire in Plato's cave Made the fire in Plato's cave Never thought that I'd be saved Never thought that I'd be saved Who made the fire in Plato's cave Made the fire in Plato's cave Never thought that I'd be saved Never thought that I'd be saved Till you Came along And freed me And loved me And shared with me the beauty of your You are my 
Plato's cave, made the fire in Plato's cave. Never thought that I'd be saved. Never thought that I'd be saved. Who made the fire in Plato's cave? Made the fire in Plato's cave. Never thought that I'd be saved. Never thought that I'd be saved till you came along and freed me and loved me, shared with me the beauty of your.